Welcome to Tone Talk. What's up, everybody? This is Mark Uzanski and Dave Friedman. Tonight's special guest is Jakey e. Lee. Jake, how are you, man? Good to have you on the show. You know, I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. And Dave, how are you? I'm good. Awesome. Cheers. Cheers, yeah. yes. I'm drinking water. That's a rousing start. Yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> We're a rousing start here. Yes. We're Jake. doing this on location from Las Vegas. Yes, we are. That's actually true. Dave drove all the way over there to see Jake. Jake, you live in Vegas, right? I live in Vegas. It's, uh, you know, it it's suits Vegas. me well. Suits me well. 24-7, anything I want to do at any time. Uh, drinking, obviously. Uh, and I don't know if anybody knows this, but I smoke a little bit. And uh, <laughs> so, I can do that all over Vegas. So do I. And not have not have people wag their fingers at me say what i was going to say so do i so so do you what oh you smoke, smoke a little bit yeah yeah we're talking cigarettes right i'm oh, not cool. i'm not that's yes well or maybe other things uh, I, i'm talking <laughs> i'm talking about the stuff that might be legal as well so yeah <laughs> i smoke a little heroin but not a lot mm. <laughs> <laughs> no no, that's not true, in case my company's watching. Um, <laughs> but, uh, dude, we Mark, have... do I have a link? Oh, I haven't gotten that to you yet. So okay. I, give it. Give me a second, and I'll get that for you. For um, all the people in the chat, I don't see the chat yet. So. Yeah, so we'll get the chat going. <laughs> There's nobody um, there. I want to, well, I want to encourage uh, people oh, yeah. in the chat, <laughs> if you've got questions for Jake, um, we have a super chat. Um, the super chat will allow us to see um, your questions sooner. So if you make a donation to the channel, and we'll see your, your questions sooner probably. So just wanted to mention that, but we'll get to it, and um, we'll, we'll keep going from there. So anyway, I'm going to send Dave the link. And uh, Jake, how was your tour, man? Tour was, uh, well, I consider it a success. I mean, uh, managed to uh, not play Bark at the Moon, for six weeks and not have anything thrown at me. So uh, I consider it sex, uh, but it was, it was good. I mean, we played well, we played very well uh, and people seemed to really like it. And uh, I'm, I'm just glad because when, when I didn't announce that I wouldn't be playing Bark at the Moon anymore, man, did I get a lot of shit about that. <laughs> but uh but uh, it, no, it worked out. And we don't do encores. We're, we're a little weird, I guess. I won't play Bark in the Moon, even though I'm Jakey e. Lee and I was Nazi Osborne and I played that stupid song. Well, it's not a stupid song. <laughs> you wrote it. You wrote uh, it, exactly. You didn't yeah. get credit for and, it. Uh, and we don't do encores, you know, which is another weird thing, apparently. But uh, encores are stupid. Come on. Encores aren't even encores anymore. They're, they're, they're a reason for the band to go off stage catch your breath, and then come back and do the one song that everybody's been waiting for them to play. It's just, which would be Bark to the Moon, you're not doing which it. Which would be, and I'm not doing it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, encores are done. This is this is how long our set is. And, and uh, yeah. I like I like that you chose, though, the B-side oh. Ozzy song. I thought <laughs> that was cool. I think it's really you know, cool. And, and, and I think that it's, it's like, well, I'm not doing it, but I'm doing this. Yeah. Which not is playing, super cool. Not playing anything off Bark to the Moon except the weirdest, uh, most obscure, uh, obscure thing that no one knows about, on. or almost no one knows about. Yeah, no, I we play it. A lot of people don't know what it is, which just proves to me they're not 
really huge bark at the moon fans if they don't even know what that song is. So true. Well, I think I think I think by doing what you did is forcing people to really like what's their new material and what it you know. I that's what we're and, doing. And, and Patina is a fantastic record. I think Patina is a really good record and it deserves to be toured on. And we're doing yeah. the majority of the record. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, as far as fires though, uh, you know, it's a song that never got played live. Hmm. Yeah, you know, and Which and cool too. and I just think it's really cool to do that finally, and it works yeah. really well live. It's got a sure. cool like swing to it, which is very Ozzy like. Mm. But it, it was one of his cool songs, and uh, the previous tour also we used to do. Uh, now you see it, now you don't, uh-huh. which yeah. was never played yeah, yeah, live. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's a lot of songs on Bark the Moon that was never played live. In fact, the majority of which even, especially back then, usually, yeah, you only... usually supported your new record. But Ozzy was always a little bit... For for someone who, who will bite the head off a bat, he's a little bit of a pussy. Oh, I'm going to get shit now. Right? <laughs> but he's a little bit of a pussy. What are they going to do? <laughs> as far as being adventurous, as far as the set. Right, right. He's, he's, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't take any chances. Uh, you know, He'll always open with one of half a dozen songs and he'll always play Iron Man. Mm-hmm. He'll always play Paranoid. Uh, he, he doesn't want to push it as far as that goes. And when Bark of the Moon came out, and I don't, I don't, you know, really blame him. He wasn't sure how people would react to it. First record without Randy. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, so we only did like three songs off the record and the majority of the set was first and second Ozzy album and with as much Black Sabbath thrown in as there was off the new record mm-hmm. so yeah the fact that there's all these songs on Bark the Moon that have never been played live um, I think that's intriguing and and I think it's fun to, to do it live there's some that I can't people say Waiting for Darkness which would be fun but that had the orchestra in it and I, I don't think that would, uh, I don't think that would uh, translate live. That would be well. cool but if you but could do it. Yeah, you pay for the orchestra and I'll do it. <laughs> I'm not paying for the orchestra. There's a keyboard that could do the orchestra. <laughs> There's a keyboard that could do the orchestra. Oh, there could be one guy with the keyboard. Who's that that cheater? Ah, uh, it would be cool with the orchestra. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of all about the uh, the real thing instead of the sample thing or something like that. So, yeah, I like real amps, you know, instead I don't of know. this bullshit. I, like I don't know why you said, now I don't know why you're backtracking by saying you want a fake orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Right. Adhere to your standards. All right. All right. Yeah, see, I'm early in on that bottle. So <laughs> adhere That's fine. to your standards. You challenge me to do that in an hour. <laughs> So we've got. Oh my God. We have chats. Yeah, we've got a lot of people watching, over 100 and almost 130 people watching right now. Um, oh, there's one super chat here already. Yeah. Thank you. We can go to that if you want. Well, you want to go to that, Dave? Yeah. Go to what? Hang on, wait, let me read it first. All right. See if it's nasty. No, it's not nasty. No, no one's giving any nasty. I got it. It says Jake absolutely loved the album. <laughs> 
Can you explain? Can you explain other than what is the differences between your Friedman amps when you use each what uh, and what you use prior? What amps did you use prior to that? Ah. Oh. Prior, Did you say on the tour? No. That was your chat Look, thing, man. right? Look. <laughs> it's not me. You keep thinking I, I like like grease grease these palms I or something. It's do. just like, no, I don't. I think you, do. you look like that guy. What was your face? <laughs> that just that just was you just saw it grown out before. It was this is palm. Oh really? Yeah, I do, oh. do it a lot. Sometimes I shave it all. A little bit punk, huh? Did you like punk? When I like punk with punk? No, later. Like but, when? Oh, don't tell me Green Day and all that kind no. of shit. No, it's not real punk. I know. You got to go back to like Sex Pistols or or uh, or go back to the Detroit stuff. The, yeah, Detroit. Detroit punk. Remember? Yeah. Who would you consider Detroit punk? Well, I mean the Stooges oh. were pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stooges. The guys that fucking invented it. Yeah. I. I Personally, MC love five. a little. I was going to say MC5, rock. Right? Yeah. I like the punk attitude in rock. Yes. Like if you if you fuse rock with a punk attitude or some punk. Yeah. Elements. Yeah. I like it better. Because when I moved to LA, I was I was I was kind of half and half. I mean, I, I really liked punk and I really liked metal, and uh, and then when I moved to LA in like 1980. Uh, you had the Germs, you had uh, Black Flag, you had Fear. Mm -hmm. You had all these really good L.A. punk bands. Yeah. And I was kind of, kind of torn between which one I wanted to pursue since I came up as a, <laughs> as a you know, unattached uh, person. But Unattached person. As far as so I, I moved to L.A. and I wasn't in a band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. You know, yeah. What, Donna talking about? status no. as far as marital and stuff I don't know. <laughs> no uh and and i was wish i was torn between the two but i could see where punk was having its heyday i didn't see it getting bigger right it was having its heyday and the whole metal scene in la in 1980 it was burgeoning there's yeah. another word i want people to say in an hour um and it was you could see something was happening something mm -hmm. was going on the, the hollywood strip was more and more people every weekend uh, for for these bands, and uh, so I, I picked sides then. But I always had this punk side to me. And actually, when I, I joined Ozzy, I wanted to have a blue mohawk. <laughs> after I joined Ozzy, because I always I always wanted blue mohawk. I said, "Fuck yeah, Ozzy Osbourne, he just shaved his fucking hair off. I can have a blue mohawk." And I told it to Sharon. She said, "Nope, absolutely not." <laughs> Of course. This is Ozzy Osbourne. Why can't I have a blue mohawk? She says, nope. And this this will this will help bolster uh, George's uh, view of how I got the gig. She said, nope, your look was part of the reason you got the gig. Mm. Don't go ruining it now. Okay. So she put the kibosh on that. I'll take the gig, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even I, I though at that, that point I, I wasn't paying that much. I was getting like 200 bucks a week. For the first month that I was in the band, not that I cared, I, I wasn't doing it for the money. Right. But, right. Because you're now. But in retro stages, I mean, just how cheap are you? <laughs> right. Right. We we'll get into the story about how the end of it later, which I've already heard. <laughs> yeah. Well, we heard. That. I'm sorry. Yeah. Back. Back to this chat thing. Well, yeah. Let's answer that question about the amps. So. Oh shit! Yeah, amps. Oh yeah. Let's go um, back to the amps. <laughs> 
The differences uh, between the Friedman amps. Okay, well, that's... The difference... Uh, well, I don't know how... Well, one's 100. Oh, the two Friedmans that I have. Yeah, 100. Louder. Yes, one's louder. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the 50... Which version of the 50 was The small it? box is the 50. Small box, okay. Right. Because uh, when I saw George the other night, he was asking me. He said, was it the Dirty Shirley? Uh, you know, the reason he revamped so. his 100 watt was probably because he heard you were playing 100 watt. I'm not joking. Jorge. George, <laughs> copy something I did? No way. <laughs> Actually, he's been vacillating. He's been using like 50s, a bunch of 50s and parks and some stuff. George he Lynch. was using the park the other night at Bam. Did he use the park or did he use the 100? Oh, he was using the park. He switches oh, okay. back and forth. They, yeah. So he, had, he has a 50 watt plexi, a park, and a 100 watt plexi that are all great amps. Yeah. Oh, he's, just, he's into amps, yeah. It's just... The funny thing, this is the longest I've ever seen him stick on one thing. And I keep telling him, I go, do you realize that you come back to what you used to use? Mm. Like a million years ago. You, you kept vacillating in all different directions, but you still like a four-input Marshall crank. Similar to what you like. Yeah, well... It's, it's the same classic... Hard to beat that. Thing. Yeah, that's, that's where it all comes sound, from, doesn't it's it? It's really hard to beat a Marshall. I mean, that's where it comes from to me. Yeah. I mean, if you're going for different things, you got the Fender Twin, you got the Super Reverb, you got yeah. you got other Super amps. Bros but if you're looking for that sound, it's really hard to beat the yeah. old Marshall. So, so to answer this question, oh, I, <laughs> the difference between the amps is well, a hundred is just even gonna ask a hundred is just more. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, the, the fifty watt is pretty much. You like that uh, too, though. I I love the fifty. Yeah. When when I first tried it at rehearsal, um, because of you and Mike Tempesta, kept saying, here, try a Friedman, try a Friedman, try a Friedman. I'm, like, eh. <laughs> I'm kind of lazy to begin with. But uh, I was using, I, I, I probably shouldn't actually say it, but anybody can find out what it was. I was using these other ones that were, they worked fine. Right? Yeah, they worked fine. Whatever. I'm never going to get, like, the magic sound. So these will work. And then the very last night of rehearsal out in PA, uh, you shipped, was it small box? Yeah, small box 50. And went. Because I heard about it very last minute. <laughs> and, and then the FedEx fucked up too. Uh, but we, yeah, oh yeah, I was supposed to get it earlier. Yeah. I said, yeah, whatever. Okay, let's plug it in. Let's see what the big deal is. And as soon as I plugged it in, and I know this sounds like a commercial, but I, I would never say anything that I didn't fully fucking stand behind uh as soon as i plugged it in i went oh fuck oh shit all right <laughs> it's got everything that i've been missing i said okay my bad <laughs> and uh kudos to you for that so it's but a, the uh the other one's just a hundred watt really. and it's a small yeah, box, 100 so watt small 100 watt small box i basically built a 100 watt small box but then i changed the second channel on it uh which is still in play a little bit yeah, we're working uh, on that second channel. The which second is, channel is there's is, a different one in the Japan one. Because uh, yeah, huh, mm -hmm. I'm gonna so try that. that. Yeah, the second Same. channel on the uh, uh, the small box uh, was uh, the brown sound, I guess. Well, I mean, really, it was designed more not to run on ten. So you run yeah. these amps on ten. Yeah. So um, that's why ten's there. So for the <laughs> amount of gain it has, it's just too much. It's it's, it's too much because you're already getting all the gain from being it having. So that needs to be backed off and tweaked a little bit to, to yeah. make it right. Because it squashes it a little bit. 
Yeah, too. well, it's too much. Too much for your... Well, normally, if you played it low volume, you'd be like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah. But, yeah, if you see but you're cranking it so you're getting all this extra gain on top of it and then you're turning this gain way back and it's just neutering and, it. And you lose some bottom end. Yeah, yeah. You lose a little bit of top end. Too. Yeah. It's, it's so, like this so now, range crunch. The one squash that you're gonna have in Japan yeah. has what we talked about. Still has a three position gain switch on that. You wanna use the lowest setting, just like you did, but it's a different circuit. Alright. The the other channel, same. It's what you're used to. Yeah. Assuming always, it sounds the same in Japan. Always put it on. And there also is a small box there. Oh. So you have your choices and two cabinets with green bags. 25 wide. Yep. Okay. Standard. Right. Standard green bag. Oh. <laughs> you like we're, we're going off in we're legal space here. Oh well, hey. But, uh, I mean, this is this is the stuff we talk about on this show. We get geek, we get real geeky, so. But I get no. I get it is the brown sound basically is what I'm going for. Come on, admit it. You called your first time a brown eye or something, didn't you? Well, yeah, yeah but the brown sound is a crank Marshall Plexi on ten with a very, very yeah, back with end. a very and and like six CA sevens. Because wasn't Eddie and, originally and, using uh, the two twenty? Yeah, something like that. He was like using that. the two twenty yeah, uh, input, input for his amp. Yeah, and then using the Bariac. To crank it down to uh, what was it to uh, 140, which would I guess the equivalent would be like putting it on 70 so and 110. So yes, yeah. yeah. Actually, so that's, was, that's, that's, that's a good bit of trivia that not a lot of people know. Yeah, well, because I, I remember he you said were around he, there. He said he would put 140 uh, bolts into it. Yeah. And but I the remember, amp was set on 220. Yeah, he never said. <laughs> he never said that. He never said that. <laughs> this is a secret. And by I, the way. I knew better than to do that. But apparently, a lot of people so turned up the 140 and blew up the yeah. amps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Say that. yeah exactly. Yeah. So, so bad on Eddie. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but he wanted to keep his sound a secret. Everybody was trying to get that sound back then. Yes. You know, even I was a little. But bit even, even, if, even, even when you. But when you listen to even old recordings and stuff, it sounds like a super lead on ten. It does. It, it's got it's got that extra thing in there. But once you do but, the very acting, you understand completely. Oh. Well, the other thing is the other thing because it, it doesn't involve the speakers as much. Well, the other thing. But he used correct. Well, he used various speakers back then. He used almost. There's a bunch of different amps he used on tour too. So. Yeah. Um. But the thing is, is that the 6CA7s are biased so it works with the 90 volts on the Variac. Hmm. So, in other words, it's you set the amp to 90 volts and then bias the amp to the proper voltage, which gives you like this compression and sustain that just the stock super lead with just normal bias doesn't quite give you. Yeah, it, it it hops it up a little bit. It, it's yeah. more it's more compression. It almost gives the sound of way back in the day. You turn your amp off and you hit a chord and like, oh shit, why doesn't it sound yeah. like that? Yeah, right. Why does exactly. it Exactly. <laughs> yeah. it totally is like that. Yeah. That's interesting. Those days. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we got a super chat uh, question. Um, which what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run, run to the restroom. Hold on a second. <laughs> You're gonna run to the restroom. I'll he take this. Okay. I'll take it. So. Uh, Jake, let's see. Um, there was a question about Spectraflex ads. Uh, oh, shit. 
Jake, tell us about the old legendary Spectraflex ads. Was all that gear yours, and do you still have or all or some of it? And that was from Dan Pfeiffer. Oh, the Spectra. That was an awesome ad. And, uh, what? Anyway, I don't, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Um, I see Tempest's name on there. Uh, that wasn't Tempest ads. No, no, anyway, the Spectraflex ad. Yeah, that was, you know, it, 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 I don't know if it's legendary, but it kind of should be. Because, you know, all those pedals were mine. I, I remember I was collecting pedals at the time. And this is when you could still buy them for uh, reasonable prices. Um, but all those pedals were mine. I was trying to get up to 100. And then Spectraflex wanted me to uh, do a cable ad. I said, all right, why don't we plug all my pedals in? You make sure you got – there was 80-something pedals all together. <laughs> and I said, you just make sure I got enough cables. So they sent me a shitload of cables. And I, before, you know, I should have thought about it before. That was a pain in the ass. Because I, I, I wanted the in to go to the out, out, go to the in. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't want it just to be a bunch of cables in it. I wanted it to actually make sense. And it took like maybe an hour, an hour and a half to fucking plug all those things in. <laughs> and, and then I realized, oh, fuck, how long is this photo shoot? This is going to drain all the batteries. <laughs> so I, I went back in there. I'm taking batteries out and shit. So it was a it was a hard earned ad, and um, yeah, all those pedals were mine. Uh, I have a couple left. I, I don't I don't have all of them because uh, at that point I was I was rabid. I, I I wanted to have like every pedal in the world. Um, I I kept the ones that I really liked. Not all of them. I've, you always do that. Uh, you sell a pedal. I don't want that. I don't want that. And then, like a year later, crap. Why did I sell that pedal? Mm. And there's a couple of those. The Univibe, the Univibe I had, was a really good Univibe because they're all they're kind of like Marshalls. Mm -hmm. You know, the, I, I don't know how the preamp and all that shit's set up, but Univibe sounded different. Mine was a really good one, and I got rid of it because it was noisy. Mm. Uh, which was Univibe are? What was it? A real one or full tone? Oh, it's a real one. I've never used a full tone in my life. Oh, that's good. Not a big fan of that guy. Mm. Ooh. He's a, he's a, he's dead. He's such a, oh nice... shit. Now he took, yeah, like full tone is he's the a nice Inve of right? pedals. <laughs> Inve of pedals. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, and, and, live on Blabbermouth. And to back me up, there's a thousand people who will tell you that about him. Um, I've heard. Oh, I've heard. Because well. I've known people in stores that had to deal with him, and his pedals are good. His pedals are good. Yeah, just like Ink Bay can play guitar. Doesn't mean you have to be a fucking asshole. Um, anyway, no, I've never used a full tone. <laughs> and I think it was in uh, Vintage Guitar or Premier Guitar where they said that I used a full tone octave thing. I don't know where the fuck they got that from because I didn't. I used a prescription electronics experience, uh, experience pedal. Yeah, I, I do use full tone. I don't blame What was the question? Uh, I don't, you know what? I don't, <laughs> I don't know anymore. We're going. I, I that was a Spectraflex ad. Have, I, I obviously, I don't have most of those pedals. Anymore. I kept a couple. I kept the, uh, shit, what is it? The, uh, shit. Yeah, I kept some of them. 
Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, I think we answered this question for Cheddar Kung Pao, Dave, but it was uh, the Jake Signature Amp is based on the small box, right? Yes. Um, what's tweaked on it besides the awesome red Tolex? Different second channel, which is yet to be. Yeah, finalized. we're still working on yeah. the second channel. We're, um, we're, this is not a final done yet, but mm -hmm. we're still working on it. So, yeah. okay. I, I actually I just got my awesome kanji symbol. Right there. It's worth the price of admission. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about um, what what led you to start the Red Dragon Cartel band and how did you get that all going? And, you know, because I know you there was a period of time where you weren't you weren't performing and you weren't out there um, with a band. So um, what led to you starting the band and, and going from there with Red Dragon Cartel? Uh, basically, Kevin Chirko. Kevin Chirko, he lives in Las Vegas. I live in Las Vegas. Somehow he found out that I lived in Las Vegas, and he tracked me down. And uh, at first he wanted to know, because he was producing Ozzy at the time. I think he had just done Black Rain, maybe. Is that an Ozzy album? I lost track after you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, me too. I'm actually, actually not really joking. I quit listening to Ozzy after I, I wasn't in the band anymore. Um, <laughs> that's not true. Zach's great. Um, but uh, he, he tracked me down to see what uh, what it would take for me to do something with, with Ozzy again. Because his albums by that time, uh, they weren't like organic Ozzy Killing albums. you? Well, it it wasn't really Ozzy. It was, it was the Ozzy brand. Mm -hmm. yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I understand. Zach wasn't contributing. I mean, I, from what I understand, he was contributing, but Ozzy just had Kevin really mm -hmm. write the songs mm -hmm. and put them together and get bits and pieces and, and come up with an album. And then that's not real, tell real Ozzy what to sing. Um, and, and, Kevin Chirko, being being a fan, uh, wanted to know what it would take for me to get back into Ozzy, and uh, mm. which which I still don't think is a bad idea. I, I mean, I love Ozzy. You know, I've always I think loved that's Ozzy. Great idea. You know, I Black Sabbath when Black like, Sabbath came out. I remember I was twelve years old, scared the shit out of me. I couldn't get nothing. <laughs> you know, I I, I I love Ozzy. Um, and and he just wanted to know what it would take. And uh, I told him, credit for barking. <laughs> and I don't, uh, see, that's I'm going to get all these step, people say, why does he keep harping on it? But, but that, I'm just that's saying. not too much to ask. It's, I mean, it's, a, song, it's a song you wrote. I've read, I, you know what, I've, I've, I've listened to you on other podcasts and things where you're like, just like, I just want credit. I'm not money. looking for money. I just want the credit. I'll sign a piece of paper that says I never make a nickel. Off yeah. of uh, Barton. Yeah, I, you I just want the credit for writing. my name on there. It's, 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 because it's quite obvious that you wrote it. Yes. <laughs> but a hundred years I mean, now, uh, well, yeah, but <laughs> but it's quite obvious of course, that you wrote it because now, it's terrible. very stylistically you. Right. Yeah. And I, and I brought it. Yeah, I, I don't know. And I don't see how that is such a big deal. I really don't. Maybe I don't understand the... the Logistic. I don't. Yeah, maybe, the legal. maybe if they give you credit, then they then have they to pay you. Have and to. I'm not exactly yeah, sure. I don't know, but I'm sure there's also legal ways of getting around that. Just saying, I'm signing off on everything. 
Sure, but you know. But uh, you know, there's that's all I want. Sharon, all I want that stuff away from a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what? what it's sad. What were your thoughts on them re-recording the first two albums with other musicians? Or my thoughts, same as anybody with half a heart. I mean, it was it was horrible. Yeah, it that was, was awful. Rotten. It was, it, and the reason for it was it just just to be even worse, mean. Right. Just to be mean, and uh, and ruining, in my opinion, pieces of art. You know, why, why not get? Not that I'm a big fan of the Mona Lisa because. Pop star, never stop, never stop. No, I've never seen that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Mona Lisa is not an attractive bitch, but you don't, <laughs> you don't fucking remix her. You don't remaster it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you it's don't a piece it. of art. It's a piece of art, and the first two Aussie albums were fucking pieces of art, and you don't fuck with them. You just, you don't. It's uh, no. I was, I don't know if I'll say outrage because it didn't surprise me. But let's say it didn't surprise you, boy. That's yeah. That hey, no, says a lot right there, right? It, in in itself, not dis Yeah, that what you just said was. It's like on the same. Surprise me. It's actually worse than what I saw. Remember when Van Halen uh, took Mike out of the picture of the first album and put in Wolfie? You ever see that? What? What? I don't oh. know what you're talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah, Van Halen actually for a sh very short period of time released a picture of their first album but yeah. removed Mike With from Wolfgang the picture and put Wolfgang the on the front of the on the album. Holy shit, yeah. really? Yeah, and then they pulled it and then it was done then it was uh, gone. Well, yeah, cuz it was yeah, very, very, was very very fucking bad. Wrong. Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised about that, really. Yeah, that was I I you know, I've I've met Eddie and and I like Eddie and he doesn't seem like uh, the Sharon Osbourne of guitar players. No. Whoa! I keep coming up with all this controversial shit, yo. <laughs> <laughs> You're good at it. Started with that Angry post. <laughs> I actually just listened to that, which I commended you on. <laughs> so, so let's. A lot of people have, but. They... So tell and me I'm more sure about a few that hate you for that. About but... the Red Dragon Cartel. So as you as they approached oh. you about about Ozzy, to do that and. Oh. Yeah, and then and, and then nothing happened. He said, "Well, what would it take for you to uh, do any kind of music?" And I said, "I don't know. You know, I, I don't think." And honestly, I said, "I don't. I don't think anybody really cares what I have to do anymore." Um, mm, well, and and uh, and Kevin then Kevin said, "Look, I have a studio. Come in. Record a couple things. Record some stuff." Let's work on a couple of things, and then see if uh, if you you feel Feeling interested. It. Yeah, and I said all right. Yeah, no commitment. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all about no commitment. Um, <laughs> whoops! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. She just walked back in. Uh, <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, commitment. I, and, yeah, and I said yeah. I'll give it a shot because because the whole period where I wasn't doing anything, I was still doing stuff for me. I, you know, you have this whole computer software. You had this whole new way of doing shit. And mm -hmm. I was doing that. I was still writing songs, making music with myself. Um, 
And uh, I said, yeah, I'll give it a try, see what's going on. And I think the first song we finished was, uh, well, was uh, Feeder. And then Kevin asked me, uh, who do you hear singing? I said, well, shit, you know. I don't know. Maybe, uh, God damn it. See how old I am? I can't think of his name right off. Uh, Robin Sander. I said, mm. I hear Robin Sander singing this. And then hooked cool. it up. Robin Sander sang it. Uh, I wasn't in the studio for that. And then he played it back for me. He said, okay, here's Peter with Robin Sander on it. And I was like, fuck yeah. Okay, let's do this shit. Because <laughs> I got excited. I got excited. Well, yeah, sure. You know, and it'd been a long time since I got excited about anything music. I wrote. Mm-hmm. You know, well, yeah, music. it's easy to get excited about, but anything that I wrote, because yeah. all my shit for like 10 years was just me writing for me. And yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> and moving on. Right. Not getting any kind of feedback. But with that, 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 that was the point where I heard Robin Sanders sing Fear. I said, fuck you, yeah, I'm in. Let's do this shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and then we did the rest of the album. That answered the question? The yeah. second question yeah. so far. <laughs> well, you know, the, the thing is, the, the, the thing is, is I think in this day and age, too, you can um, record an album a lot easier than it used to be. You can. It's a lot easier. It can be. The Patino <laughs> isn't like that. How was Patina recorded? You worked hard on that. Old school. Old school. Was it on tape? Okay. It's not it bad. wasn't that, that old. Okay. <laughs> can you even buy tape? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure you can. But it's going to cost you a, a fucking premium. fortune. Yeah. Yeah. And then it'll be tape that's only been recorded on 24 times. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but everything else about it was old school. And, and, and I mean, it took us year and a half not necessarily all recording but like six months of writing because I, I wasn't going to record anything until there was a fucking song there yeah. and it was done very old school and it took every penny of our budget yeah sure and uh and constant badgering from the record company which, which i'm not afraid to say come on frontiers <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit afraid there. But, um, but what do they have over All they have is money. Um, it, it, I said, you know, it'll be done when it's done. And I understand they hate that answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're, so they're looking for their no, business. No, 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 no. They want something that they can sell and then be done with it. And, and, Move on. and they want something what do they have? Like they fucking a thousand have. acts on their fucking label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just want constant. Product, sell, product, sell, product, sell. And, uh, yeah, I think I threw a wrench in their whole thing where it's, it's like, I don't give a fuck about product. I don't give a fuck about money. It's all about the music. Mm-hmm. And it'll be done when it's done. And uh, and so we do, it was but very that shows. What? That shows. I think it does. I, I think, think it's it shows. a fantastic I think record. It is I a think great record. Rec- top to bottom, every song is great. There's not like yeah. these songs yeah. that are just filler songs that are just bullshit. No. And 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 every song has a cool thing about it. And and that doesn't happen a lot. No. And no. it it's it it, and it's not it's not what someone might expect out of you either. 
which I also love. How's that? Well, it's not, you're not rehashing uh, a dated uh, material, you know, like rehashing like oh. what you did in the 80s and this and that. It, it's, it's it not was fresh. that. It it's, was new it's, and fresh. It's fresh. And because it wasn't um, 80s centric, what someone might expect, yeah. it made it, this is a great rock band, as Ooh. opposed to this is a... Jakey e. Lee record. Oh, this is a Jakey, is the 80s, you know, band rehashed, you know. Jakey e. Legacy. Yeah. Um, Legacy Act. Which going back to sort of the, the early influences, it seems to me, that you did, obviously, I mean, there's Hendrix, there's... There's there's all sorts of Rand, um, 70s yeah. based rock music influences going back to that made it sort of fresh because for some reason going back to the 70s doesn't make it like dated. <laughs> it's, it's a weird it's a weird thing. Okay. No, it's a weird thing. It's uh, uh well, come, come it's, on, come on. Like rock music today no, 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 no. is it's, generally it's... pretty much shit. It's sampling and from a source that's untapped. It's it's sampling from, but it's sampling from a lot of eras, mm-hmm. and then spitting it out to this new product. And I think because of that, it makes it a fresh sounding record. Now the guys that are wanting shredding '80s guitar mm-hmm. are not going to be happy about it. But you know what? Too bad. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, it's just like, come on. It's just like, it's much more enjoyable to listen to than any of that stuff. I I think and I, I mean, And I, that's the only reason I do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not doing it for money. I'm not doing it so people will say, yay, Jake. I'm doing it. Because you I, love what you do. The music. I'm a musician. You, yeah, you want to make the music. just a musician at heart. Yeah. And if that pisses people off because I don't stick to any one agenda... Well, then fuck you. I don't give a shit. Mm. And I've said this before, and I've gotten a lot of shit about it. I really, really don't care what anybody thinks about my playing or my music. I'm not doing it for them. I never have. It's for me. And I'll put it out there. And if you like it, great. If you don't, I don't give a fuck. Mm. I, I, And maybe I need to word it better because it pisses a lot of people off. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I'm just saying, I, I don't do it for monetary reasons to stay in the spotlight, which a lot of eighties bands, sure. They you know, just rehash. They, the, they just want to stay in the spotlight. They, they want to like, look at me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I, in fact, I, I kind but, of, but I don't want it. I, avoid I, I don't want I don't to go want see that. I, it's all about the music. I, I am. It's art. And yeah, whatever well, you say about me, it is truly all about the music and staying true to that. And and that's all I give a shit about. And if it makes me happy, if I think it's good, then it fucking is, you know? Well, that's as truly, far as I'm concerned. Well, that's truly yeah. what it should be. It, it is what it should be. I, I mean, I look at people You're making like, music like Miles for you. Davis. Miles Davis. Miles Davis, what, should he have stayed in a, a, as a bebop trumpet player because that's where he got famous? No, he was 
constantly evolving. Because of him, you got the whole West Coast cool jazz thing uh, with Kind of Blue. And then, and then because of him, probably fusion happened. Mm-hmm. You know, because he recognized, oh, Rock's got some good shit going on here. And you get John McLaughlin in there, and, and and he was a musician. He didn't do it for anybody except for himself. And it sounds stingy now that I just said it like that. But I think a true artist, and I'm not trying to say I'm a true artist. Uh, I'm saying I'm true to yourself. My ambition. You know, what I strive to be is a true artist and a musician. And and nobody should be condemned for that. No. You know, no. it's it's a good ambition. Exactly. Not at all. Rather than for the money or the popularity. Yeah. Agreed. I got- Which, and, and you created a, an amazing album, and I, I hope to see another one that is equally as amazing. <laughs> you know? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have it in me. <laughs> So oh, we, come I didn't. I didn't know if I had this one in me. You know, well, after the last yeah, tour. Yeah, but uh, obviously, I, I still love Frontiers, a couple records and stuff. And and uh, I said, I don't know. I don't know. Anthony, Anthony Esposito, actually, he mm-hmm. he pulled it out. He said, "Let's do another record." I, said, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I have it. And then he said, "Well, okay, let's go to the ranch." He has a studio, mm-hmm. PA. Let's go to the ranch. Bring everybody in, spend a week doing whatever you want to do. I said, all right, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah uh, sure. And stuff came out. Stuff yeah. Came out. And a lot of it, too, is because, like I said, uh, for the first record, RDC record, and the 10 years prior, I've been making music with myself. You know, it's all on the computer, and I'll come up with a drum part, and I'll play bass, and and. To, the opportunity to write with a band right there was yeah. intriguing, mm. and then and then when we tried it and it was it started working right away. Yeah. Is I'm like, oh my god, it's like I'm back in the '70s or '80s. That's great. And it was fun. Did you? Did Do you... I have another one in me? I don't know. Oh, but I think maybe put in the same situation again. Maybe. Uh, you probably do. Maybe I'm getting old here. Yeah, but that doesn't squelch your creativity. I mean, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, did you spill some of this? Uh, No, that was horrible, right? The Balvini. I I, I spilled some Balvini. Oh, no. Which is Caribbean cask. Oh, that's. I don't know. You might be cut off. I don't know. How about some water and stuff? No, no, it's not. I know you bought it. I guess you should have. So we've got a, an interesting question here from Dejo. Yeah, give me an interesting Dejo question. Dejo Blue says, Jake, did you help Warren Demartini write the Lay It Down riff? It is so Jakey Lee stretchy. Oh, uh, you know what? I I wasn't there when he wrote it. But, and and I don't want to, uh, he did say that the, the one stretchy part, he said it was, I showed him that chord. Mm. Because uh, we used to, you know, we, we would play together a lot, and uh, and I, I'd been playing longer, so I, I would show him. Have you ever thought about playing a chord this way, or like this, and inverting this? Because I'm really into chords. If if it shows, you, yeah. if you listen to my shit mm-hmm. more than my lead playing, my solo playing, which I don't think sucks, but more than that, my uh, chordal, my chordal. Uh, 
that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, Choices? Yeah, that's an easy word. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I was gonna say ingenuity. Okay. Right, okay. <laughs> Choices. Your rhythm playing. My my rhythm. Your rhythm playing, playing is think, like the shining star. Yeah, it's tops. I mean, and, and your lead really playing. Your lead playing was great. You know, you did all this Aussie stuff. I think stuff I was, was a great lead player, but, but but really, your rhythm playing, and it even shows more with with the new material. Yeah, I the rhythm playing is just badass. I go over everything. Over once I know what and chords the, the, they the are, way you I'll do it. find out the right position, yeah. the right intervals, the right whether I have an open. I. I I belabor over that. Mm. I, 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 and to me, it's such an integral part of guitar playing. Most of what you play is rhythms, and and to me, that's the most interesting part. You know, I have this chord. It's going to this chord. I got all this in between. What can I do? And yeah, I will say that uh, my rhythm playing. Uh, is what sets me apart. So I have a guy that works for me who is a, an amazing guitar player. He played with, uh, for a while, he was playing with Duizel Zappa, and Zappa does Zappa. Oh, like crazy, stuff. like massive, crazy stuff. Hmm. And he said, after listening to your record, he goes, there's so much stuff in there, like in the rhythm playing and the chord choices and, and everything. And, and And he's like, He's like the guitar player, like crazy guitar player that never has had any, uh, uh, you know, uh, success. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's played and he's he's like incredibly uh, amazing, crazy technical guitar player. Um, playing any of that Zappa stuff alone. Yeah, that's like, insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But he he goes no no it's it's all about the rhythm stuff he does it's just like all about the chords and all about the things and the choices that he makes and when I hear that from him who is this quite schooled guy I'm like yeah okay well thank you thank you yeah that was good no it's good that's another guy from San Diego by the way very underappreciated as far as I don't I don't think you should you should see guitar players to be I don't think solo guy. Yeah, but I don't think you should because there's a lot of love for you. A crazy amount. After just getting involved with this amp thing that we're starting to do. There's a lot of interest. There's a lot of interest and a lot of love. And it's like you can almost do no more wrong kind of love. And I can do wrong. You can do wrong. Probably. <laughs> uh, you can be a bad boy, probably. <laughs> I could have played. I could have played Nicky Six. But, but, but you know that what? Been, uh, <laughs> um, that would have been wrong. Yes. Oh, we have to get um, to that story. By the way, we have to get to that. Yeah, we're 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 heading that way. No, okay. We're, yeah, we're getting there. I think maybe. Um, but there's more love than you think. And nice. uh, I, I, and too bad. <clears throat> and here's why. <laughs> I'm, I want to go into this. So. For me, growing up, so I'm uh, uh, 12 years younger than you or something. Okay. I think. 62, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm 12 years younger than you. So for me, growing up, 
was when you were in Aussie. Yeah, you would have been the prime. So a prime candidate, right? Yeah. So, um, but in that time frame, you obviously had, in the 80s time frame, you had Eddie Van Halen, obviously. The kingpin of kingpins for that. They changed era. everything. Changed everything for everyone. Everyone went, oh shit, now we got to play like that. <laughs> uh, that's what the comment from most people was. Yeah. But of that era, there was Eddie Van Halen, there was like George Lynch, there was yourself, there was Warren. Yeah. Um, maybe Vivian Campbell. I'm coming up with like five like major players of that era. And you were one of them. Mm-hmm. So you were one of these yeah. guitar gods nice. of that. You. Of, of, no, but you were, you, you were one of the, you're, you're right. Yeah. You were one of the guitar gods of that era, and you were widely accepted as a, as a guitar player pretty quickly. Um, and, I mean, there were some other guys, of course, that were that were quite good. Yeah, you Brad, know, the, Brad Gillis. Brad Beaches and the Brad Gillises and, and this stuff. But those five of that era were the most, yeah, uh, yeah. you know. And that was the, the most... I guitar hero, 1980s, 80s era. guitar hero, and, and I'm in that top five. Yeah, in top five. Do so. you know how many times I've watched the US Festival and you playing with Ozzy at the US Festival? I mean, I mean, that was just, a good performance. Yeah, I mean, I do not. <laughs> I've watched it a million times, a gazillion times. And um, well, speaking of that, we actually, if I mean, Dave, you were leading somewhere. I don't want to cut you off. No, no, no. I just wanted to, to, to tell you that that's how people look at you. And, and, and this is a star that doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and... Well, see, but I'm feeling like that's how people look at me and don't know why I'm not like that anymore. Yeah, but... There's that I think whole that's, thing. But I think you, of most of that era, have moved past it. Where others have and and have now put out a record that is really showing where you are now, and you're going fuck you. I'm not playing Bark at the Moon, and I think that is super great because it's so hard for a lot of people to break out of that um, stereotypical. It's like all the bands that are touring that are still like, you know the. Master Pussycats or the or whoever, poison. you know, like Poison, this and that. It's really just a novelty act. Where you're touring a fresh record that has nothing to do with that era. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that might be harder. It is harder. And, and could you go out and be the novelty act? Yes, you could. Could you make more money? Maybe. Uh, but well, definitely yeah. could make more money. But mm-hmm. could I? No. Because uh, it's, it's it, it would be, but it, but it's not. It's like I said, you got to move on. Music gets my soul. You got to move on. You have to move on yeah. where you where you and you and, and that that does amaze me. I mean, uh, I've seen you know uh, there are obviously trolls online, but I've seen critiques of my uh, playing and my solos on Patina and shit like that. And they said, "Whoa, he was an '80s guitar hero. What the fuck is this shit? Well, this is what this happens is... 35 years later if you don't lock in." When I joined Ozzy, I'd been playing guitar for 13 years. Mm. That is supposed to be 
the epitome of everything I can ever do on guitar. 13 years, I stick to that. That's all I ever will be. Fuck that. No. There's there's a whole galaxy of fucking music to explore and, and delve into. And that's that's what I want to do. I'm not going to fucking, oh, this works. I'll stick with that. No, it, it's dated. That's, that's just being a pussy. It's dated. It's dated. You know, you I, and, and yeah, guess what? Guess what else? I'm not wearing a red leather vest and red jeans with white there's no spandex. There's you know, no leather. I don't. Pants. If you come to see me, I'm not going to look like that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's it's it's. It was 35 years ago. Yeah. I'm not supposed to develop and mature and and explore new realms. You know. Of course I, you are. To, yes, you should. Yes. But the people that are saying, oh, "I miss Jake from when he was," you know, fucking watch me when I was back in the 80s. Then. Yeah. You know, did it? Been there. I'm looking for new. So uh, I'll 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 bring this up. It's sort of like um, I got a little controversy. No, controversy. No, <laughs> it's his fault. It's this shit. No. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I know you went and saw George the other night. Jorge. Yes. And um, the interesting thing about George is he's always doing albums that are polar opposite or out of his wheelhouse completely mm-hmm. from yes. where uh you know he was known to be yeah and i respect the fact that he always goes out and and goes out you know what i'm gonna do you know what i'm gonna do this infidels record with with this latin bass player and this da 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 and 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 make this who knows what it is it makes a new a new yeah. sound or a new thing, or KXM with Doug Panic and, and yeah. Ray Lazur. KXM's amazing a band. Uh, they were they were great. Um, unfortunately, they can't tour because uh, Ray Lazur is tied up with corn all the time. So. Oh, Ray. Oh, yeah, Ray, Ray Lazur. Yeah, you know, you know right? Wicked Alliance with me in '94 or something. Uh, I gave him his break, you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, I I I saw the other podcast that you were with. Deal for a minute, uh, yeah, or rehearsing with him for a minute, yeah, uh, like six weeks. Yeah. Six weeks. I was the uh, yeah. He had just quit Sabbath, and um, yeah, it's a weird story. I don't know. But uh, well, you told uh, the his, story. But his he... wife, his wife was managing uh, Rough Cut, yeah. and um, Amir. What? Amir, the guitar player. Yeah, he replaced me. Oh yeah, you were in Rough Cut, weren't you? I was in Rough Cut. We need to go back. We need to go back. We need to go back a little bit and, and like go like run down <laughs> run down a quick rundown of the career. Because there's some stuff I, I kind of forget. How many bands you were in? Like how I uh, auditioned for um, oh shit, which is well, so so, so, it, so it goes back. Violin player from the flock in my audition. Jerry Oh, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra? No. No? No. Mahavishnu. Oh, my, oh sorry, sorry. I'm talking real music. Real music, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Jerry, Jake says, Trans-Siberian Orchestra is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really haven't heard much shit about it. Oh. It, sounds like a, it sounds like a very 
profitable game. endeavor. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think it is, but that's all I got to say. Mm. So let's so, talk, let's what was the question? let's go back. Let's go back. Come on, let's go back here for a second. And um, what was the first band that really met, or how did you start? Like, where 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 did this all start? You were in San Diego, right? Yeah, I grew up in Imperial Beach, mm-hmm. which was a, a, a scumbag. It was the scumbag of San Diego, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, no, I. I I, I started playing piano when I was six. I don't know how that happened. I asked my mom. They bought a piano. Now I'm committed. Because I'm pretty sure, like, after a couple of weeks, I said, yeah, I don't want to play piano anymore. I said, nope, bitch. We bought a piano. You got to play, play. goddamn. So Can you I, still play? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I started playing piano. And it was, music was always the thing. I always knew that from a from very, very young age. I knew that music was what I was going to do. And, um, but uh, let's get past that to where I turned 12 and I heard Jimi Hendrix for the first time. Because I've been playing piano. And then I heard Jimi Hendrix, uh, Purple Haze. I, can, I, can, I remember the exact moment walking down the hall of our house. My sister who was into rock music, which I thought was stupid because I played <laughs> yeah. piano. And I heard, I heard the opening to Purple Haze and you stood in your doorway and like, oh my God, who is that? It's Jimi Hendrix. God, get a clue. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. And I was like, fuck, that's what I'm doing. That's, that's when I started playing guitar. That's when everything changed for me. Um, but... This would be uh, 1969. Um, it wasn't like it is now or even in the 80s or anything. It was, I said, I'm going to start playing guitar. I didn't know anybody else who played guitar. Right. Uh, let alone rock guitar. So I bought like the Mel Bay method, right? <laughs> Which teaches you how to play yeah, super and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, I bought that, but I would listen to radio and try to figure out stuff on there because I already had like six years of piano. So yeah. I, I knew my theory. I knew, I knew the basics. And I was trying to apply it to guitar. Um, trying to make this shorter. Uh, <laughs> Fine. Um, you got all the time in the world. Getting into junior high, I didn't know anybody else who played guitar. Mm-hmm. I played guitar. And then uh, the, the friends that I had would be like, uh, what, you're going to be a big rock star? And I'm like, I just like playing guitar mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were yeah well you know you're not going to be the next at that point it would have been jimmy page right you know or something I'm like i'm not trying to be it's like playing guitar so all through junior high never met another guy who played guitar so i'm still trying to figure out shit getting to high school i meet like one or two guys that also play guitar yeah and and then we get together i'm like oh shit this is so fun how do you play this song and we all played it differently uh-huh. Which, which I think was very, a very key element to back then versus now. And I don't want to sound like the old man. Work and these guitar playing kids. Uh, I don't want to be like that. But I think one of the big things back then was you would try. You, you didn't have YouTube. You didn't have fucking the internet. 
Yeah. You didn't have magazine. Back then, I subscribed to Guitar Player magazine, but they didn't cater to rock. It was all about uh, Julian Breen and, and, and Chet Atkins, yeah. mm. which, awesome players, don't get me yeah. wrong. But uh, it wasn't about rock, and you had to figure your shit out, and we all figured it out different, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah you probably don't have a guitar here. Like, like for Chuck Berry shit, mm -hmm. you know, that bad apple, Johnny be good. Mm -hmm. I figured it out all on, if you say it's an A, I figured it all out on from the fifth to third fret. Mm -hmm. That pattern. It was totally wrong. Totally wrong. I had it all figured out wrong, but I could play it that way, which made it unique. Yeah. And I think you, I think that's a little bit what's missing mm -hmm. these days. Is, yeah, is yeah, every it's too you precise? Can, you can it's go too exact. You can too. go on YouTube and find out what that guy thinks the right way to play the song is, and then you have five thousand guitar players. Oh, well, that's the way to play it. Yeah. Now you have five thousand clones. And and maybe that guy was wrong. More than likely, he was. Wrong. Unless they unless they're I know very... according to my shit. Unless From what I see that people say how to play yeah. my shit, it's mostly wrong. there's only there's only a few guys that really put in the time, uh, really really intensely to try yeah. to get it right. And, and I, uh, you know, there's one like there's one guy that did there's one guy that did, um, Bark at the Moon that I know this guy named Ben Ben Eller, yeah. and Ben Eller. <laughs> Really put his time in to try to do it properly, and, and it was the whole yeah, thing. It was, was like, here's how to do it properly. Well, I think he watched and, videos of. Jake. And it is very, very complex. Yeah, well, I you mean, had that. You you did some it's, sort it's of uh, not normal. You play. did some. No, not at all. In fact, it's it's. In fact, some people can't play it like you play it because they just can't stretch the same way. Um, and the funny thing is, there is no. The way I play it, there is no. Bam, bam. Yeah. It starts with one, two, three, four. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> that is the guitar part. Uh -huh. Keyboards added the baba just before it. Ah. And now everybody thinks that's the way to play it, which even I, last time I played it, I have to. All right. One, two, you have three, to mimic the keyboard bam, bam. part because yeah. because because yeah. you have to because but it's not there. It isn't actually a part of the guitar. Right. You know. Ah. Which. That's interesting fun. or not i don't know it's a yeah speaking speaking of that uh i saw a couple of clinics that you had done in regards to that oh shit no no it's <laughs> fine well uh, you had quite good you, <laughs> you had done one uh uh was showing all the here's what everyone gets wrong and they showed this and that mm -hmm. um which but is speaking okay. of that going back to what i was saying before it's okay to get shit wrong it's okay to get it wrong. It's not okay if it's wrong and you got 10,000 people fucking thinking that's right. Correct. That is what, when I grew up, like I said, you were when wrong. I got to high school, by the time I got to high school, finally, I met this guy who played guitar, that guy. We got together and like, you play it that way? Well, I play it this way. Nobody knew who was right, but there's three guitar players with three different versions of and how it's played. And that was how we would be individuals. 
Yeah. I mean, back then, you would never confuse Jimi Hendrix with Carlos Santana, with Eric Clapton, with... uh, I keep going. It's very individual because you had to learn... What is all this dinging? That's Dave. Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's my fault. Ah, Can we get that out of my app? <laughs> it's, not, your, it's not that's in your not, app. I get, that's I get. not a feature in my app. Is your constant dinging? <laughs> anyway, that's a like switch. I was saying, because you you would have to figure it out on your own. Get a record player and then mm-hmm. put it back there. What yeah, you cool. doing? What? And then figure out the best you could. And it would it made everybody sound unique. And uh, I, I this is what I'm afraid of today is that fact that you can look up a song and find out how the most popular guy that is showing you how to play that song whether it's right or wrong you have thousands of guitar players playing it that way instead of thousands of guitar players each trying to figure out Mm -hmm. the right way to do it and and to me it's it's homogenizing guitar and, and I I just hope that isn't downfall of the guitar. Mm. Uh, it's an interesting yeah, thought. No. Well, when you, I have... Go ahead. Oh, um, when you were... Okay, I'm going to go back to the Aussie stuff. When you had to learn Randy Rhodes stuff, and this is a question from Craig Stofko, actually, a, a friend of mine. When you had to learn the Randy stuff, did you... Do the did you have to go listen to the albums and slow it down and all that stuff? Is that how you learned it, or did someone show you? Or No, I, no it just came to me. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> well, I mean, how'd you how'd you learn it? To listen to the albums. No, I mean, how did you? But how did you? How'd you learn it? Figure it out and slow it down, and but I had to figure it out, and that would be, I actually, the hard way. You know what? I figured it out wrong. I I played Crazy Train wrong. I uh, absolutely did, and it still worked. And in the end, it kind of maybe uh, helped me establish my own thing, but. When I learned Crazy Train, I absolutely learned it not the way he played it. Because mm. uh, I had to listen to Ricky. And I learned Crazy Train the night before the audition for Ozzy. Because wow. um, I just got a call out of nowhere. Maybe not out of nowhere. Well, but well, I didn't think I had the gig. And then and they said, you need to know Crazy Train. I don't know. I think there was another. Let, 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 let's let's, let's like, like go back. Give me to... some more L's. Go ahead. La, 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 la. Um, let's go back to what we were talking about. Where? Tell me your the the, the career. So so oh. you were you were back. You had the piano. You had uh, you know all this, and then you went to a band. What say? What was the first band that you were in? That was. I'll I mean, go. I mean, to you that. were in Mickey let, Rat. Let me, let, let me say that I played Crazy Train wrong. I played it throughout. The whole well, time we're gonna I was get to there. in Aussie, hmm. I played it wrong because I heard the main notes and I thought it was this way. And then eventually I realized, oh, shit, it's this way. Whatever. That, it still worked. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It still thing. worked. It's right. not a bad thing. It still worked. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. I, I, and then I got to high school and uh, I met a, a drummer and he was in a band. They played at naval bases naval bases the drinking age is under so i could like sneak in there and it was uh basically it was a 
there's two bands. It was the same people in it, but two bands. One was uh, basically country and western. The other one was pop. And and this is how old I am. The, the standards for the pop band was uh, uh, Born on the Bayou, Proud Mary, uh, Light My uh, Fire. Great, though. <laughs> Light My Fire. Yeah, okay, well. I mean, you know, old shit. Which at that time it wasn't old shit. Those mm-hmm. were the standards if you were going to be in a rock. Um, but uh, uh, there was that, and then the next night it would be country and western, which I had no idea about. Mm-hmm. But I understood the basics, pentatonic and a major. <laughs> yeah, I got that. I figured it out. <laughs> and but it, it was a good learning experience. And it was a good fighting experience. Because, like I said, this is this on naval bases. I was 16 years old. That was a pretty 16-year-old. With long hair, I would get so much shit. So much shit from the guy. said, woo-hoo, mama, come over here, sit on my lap. And I'm like, oh, yeah? You want to sit on my lap? That reminds me of... That's how I learned to fight. So do you remember in Detroit, you met my friend Sammy? Long-haired, young guitar player. We had oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, black chicken here. Black chicken, yes, black chicken. <laughs> and and by the way, thing. by the way, there is an opportunity to go back to Detroit to get black chicken for you. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so and black chicken is not a young black man. No. <laughs> or this guy. Is, this is I not, don't know what he's talking about. It's a long story, oh, people. weird. Um, so, okay. yeah, she, 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 she did that. All right, so, that's good. Um, <laughs> did she get in my wallet? Is that why she came up here? I don't know if she got in my wallet. All right. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, anyway, speaking well, of what you were talking about, sort of, uh, so, Sammy uh, sometimes plays in this uh, gospel band. Uh, out of, completely out of character for what he does. Yeah. Oh, but, gospel but like music has, oh. great gospel music in all black churches, yeah. and like he is the the white guy with long hair in in a gospel mm. church, and he's accepted, uh, uh, but it's so out of his wheelhouse, and he does That's it. Awesome. And he does it just because. It's so out of his wheelhouse, and he wants yeah. to learn. It's exciting. Learn from this great musical experience. Oh, it's so because rich. these gospel bands with these yes. B3s and this stuff, mm. great. And the, the chord amazing, changes. amazing. The chord, the chord changes. changes in gospel so, music. Are so so yes. so he does that and learns from that. So it just it That's when you awesome. were talking about country being out of the, the thing, I just yeah. thought of him being out of his element, doing uh, a, a great awesome. musical thing. In that, that, yeah, music environment. Musically, yeah. if you're Musical. a real musician, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's what he dive into a unknown that's, world. That's his, that, that's his thing. Yeah. Is, is magical. I know you don't know anything about him, uh, other than you met him. <laughs> uh, 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 but but he, I have to show you some stuff. He does some amazing stuff on guitar. Uh, that is, uh, he started off playing piano, similar to you. And but he's good bass. He, he applies it in a certain way that is incredibly cool. I'll show it to you sometime. Yeah. Just so you know. Just uh, just so fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um 
But anyway, sorry. Anyway, you you were black doing chicken. this. You were doing this. Black chicken. Black chicken. Uh, back, back, back to this. 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 Should we per- should we elaborate a little bit on that? So okay. So we go to this restaurant. <laughs> so, so I take I, I take I take Jake to this um, Vietnamese a Vietnamese restaurant, but it's a um, quite a uh, not a traditional approach. Uh, it's traditional in flavors, but very highly idealized. Um, it's not a straight fuck. It's not a straight fuck. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So fuck, fuck, fuck. As in fuck. Right. Come on now. Calm down. Because um, <laughs> when I first told him we were going to this restaurant, he's like, "Oh, I just had fuck." I'm like, "Going, don't worry about That's it. It's not. Right. It's, not it's not like. It's not like that. Don't worry about it." I take him. But and the first thing he sees. He's staring at this table yes. next to us. The first thing he sees is this black chicken leg with a foot. Like a foot. Claws. Claws. Yeah. Huh. And it's black. And the claws are and, and he's like looking at it like, what is that? The inquisitive nature of, of him at that point was like constantly staring at this person's plate. And, and I'm like, okay, stop, stop staring yeah. at his plate. And then we, uh, we, we learned what this was. And it is some uh, chicken raised by monks, right? Yes. Or something? That, raised by monks. That is this certain breed of chicken that is, literally, it has black bones. It's black. Their bones are black. The, 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 the are black. When the it's cooked, it's black. black. Really? Yeah. yeah. And it's it not was on just this black beautiful plate of they rice. With this beautiful, like, Korean sort of sauce on the yeah. side, uh, it was it was and amazing. The meat, it was once it was cooked, it was like yeah. a gray blue. Yeah, huh. it, yeah, yeah. It was it was it, it was it was you know what? For people that are kind of queasy about things, uh, it wouldn't be the thing because you know it's a claw on the plate. And, yeah, no, no, weird. No. But um, hey, but uh, apparently he's not queasy about that stuff. So you yeah. ate it. <laughs> Oh yeah, we ordered that and ten thousand other oh, things. Too much. There's the best food you ever. And, and you go and you go in the end. You said that's the best food I've had in twenty five years. It was yes. <laughs> so, I know it was the best. It was the most interesting. Interesting. And okay. Had At the time, me engaged. Had me yeah. engaged. That's cool. Yes. So all and right. So that's what life's all about. You know. And food. then there was the coffee. So let's oh, go. And there was oh, Jesus yes. Christ. Oh, uh, shit. You want to go somewhere else? Okay, well, I was going to say, let's go. I want to so anyway, get, get back, back on track. This, let's go back to this uh, back the career. Track. Yeah. So career? Career. God, Come on. So, so you, okay, let's fast forward a little bit here. So uh, there was um, first major band. Vicky Rat? Yes? No? A band before that? I, I don't know. Well, in high school, yeah, I, uh, I did that one band. It was country western and pop uh-huh. and i learned a lot from that and then i got uh probably when i was 17 or so i got into this uh uh r&b funk band which which probably it's another had a lot to do with Latter. my eventual uh you know musical upbringing it was uh uh horns Mostly black. I think the only non-black people was me and the drummer, who was Filipino, and uh, uh, 
he brought me into it and that brought a whole new thing because there's a whole rhythmic thing yeah uh, you know with all other kinds of music there's you know the uh the modes the uh what notes you play but with with this whole funk r&b thing uh it's all about rhythm Mm -hmm. and it taught me a lot and they made me do uh steps which which (laughs) to this day i appreciate you know go right left right cross your legs spin around right i had to do that that shit and that and that that i i will say that fucking helped me that may be different from every other rock player Uh uh because i had all these steps that's that's interesting that's cool you know and uh but and the whole funk thing i i was in there um when i was still in high school and then after that uh i just kept exploring i uh, got into a fusion band uh which you know didn't get a lot of gigs (laughs) (laughs) right we played played a lot of mahavishnu orchestra uh chick korea return of forever stuff like that and uh but musically is is, is very fun. interesting and it actually got me an audition for a, i see i can't remember his name still jerry i think goodman jerry goodman he was the uh violinist in mahavishnu orchestra uh-huh. he was in a, a rock band called the flock where he played violin and uh it got me an audition for him by the time i was like what 20 21 mm-hmm. something like and uh, which was a big deal, you know. Yeah. He was in Mahavishnu Orchestra, I fucking loved. Um, and uh, well, I didn't get it. But <laughs> well, you tried. But I was on the radar. Yeah, which, yeah. Which, which sure. made it interesting. Uh, so I became the big guy in San Diego, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in a rock band. We played in this one place. Biggest drawing local rock band and eventually i knew that uh, san diego was uh, that was as far as you could go you know biggest rock band i'm kind of like the guitar well, player the biggest too. rock band was who it, it, it's called teaser oh uh, yeah yeah teaser yeah mm-hmm. and then where where did the mickey rat band come in See, they were one of the other bands, Mickey Rat, in but San Diego. you were in that band at one point, right? Not in Mickey Rat. I was in Rat once it got to L.A. Oh, mm. okay. But I knew those guys. We, uh, the first time we ever met, okay. actually, I know it's interesting, but uh, showed up for this party. Uh, rich, rich people yeah. have a party. We show up. There's this other band there. What's up? And I said, Oh, we got hired for this gig. And I said, Well, so did we. I said, Well, what are we gonna do? And it was Mickey Rat. And uh, oh, we would have kicked the shit out in a fight. But I was, I was the bigger person. <laughs> I said, You guys go first, or we'll go first if you fucking think you can do it. Anyway, so we went back and forth doing sets, and uh, that's when I first met them. Hmm. And uh, uh, but other than that, they were one of the lesser bands of San Diego. Okay. Mickey so, Rat was. So you're winding down San Diego at this point, and, yeah. and you want to move to and LA. I, I say, you move to I got to go to LA. Yeah. Okay. And, then, and I was a little bit scared, because yeah. by that time, Eddie Van Halen came out. Yeah, sure. 
And then Randy Rhodes, uh -huh. just before I moved to LA, Randy Rhodes came out. What the fuck? Yeah. Everybody in LA know how to play guitar. Mm. And, and, well, sure. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you got like, some big feet shit. there. I was going to move up there, but what the hell? And uh, and then I uh, I asked some people that I knew in LA, uh, name me the best guitar players left mm -hmm. in LA. And I'll go ahead and check them out, make sure you know I know what I'm doing. And uh, one, of them, one of them said George Lynch. You gotta check out yeah. George Lynch. Uh, Carlos Cavazo. Yeah. And uh, the guy now, a la carte. I can't remember his name. Kevin something. Uh, but he was more old school blues. Yeah. Right? So I went up and I, I, I saw Carlos and Snow. And I saw George and Exciter. And I saw a la carte. And, you know, no offense to any of them, but I said, oh, yeah. I'm I got it covered. I'm moving to <laughs> <laughs> I got it covered. Uh, okay, so then you moved to LA, and I'm I'm just trying to go through this. this I moved to LA. Uh, uh, I you... had nothing going. I moved by myself, yeah. um, and then but I knew uh, the guys in Rat, so I checked them out for a couple of gigs, and then uh, Stephen Piercy wanted to make a change up, and he asked me if I wanted to play guitar. I said, Yeah, let's do it, and. We got we got pretty big. We became, became the house band Bizarres, mm -hmm. um, and then we started playing the Whiskey and the Troubadour. Came one of the, one of the bigger bands, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, until Motley Crue came out. Yeah, and then they started. Yeah, but we started opening for them. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's funny. You started opening for them, but you already been. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. When Motley Crue came out, they they fucking they came. They, they came they hard. Exploded. Yeah. They had they everything right. They they wanted to they, they wanted to do right. yeah. um their performance and what they were doing, their look, their look and everything. Everything, yeah. Um but uh yeah, so I said Mickey Rat for a while. So that was Rat though at the time or was it, it was Mickey called Rat? Rat. No. Okay. By the time they moved to LA, Mickey Rat became a uh, a thing with Disney. Cuz Mickey Rat was the bad cousin right, 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 Mickey Mouse. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is stuff that's not really talked about. The name Mickey. Yeah. This is not really talked about, so it's interesting. <laughs> well, so okay, so you're so so you're in rap. Mm -hmm. You're doing that. You're playing. You're opening for Molly Crew. Blah blah blah. Um. So then, how do you leave rap? Uh, you know what? Warren it, becomes the guitar things. player. Yeah. Warren was my buddy. From San yeah. Diego, um, it was it was basically we got to this point, and, uh, and I gotta say, Stephen Pearcey started getting really fucked up on stage. Oh, jeez! And shocking. <laughs> Have you seen recently? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say recent. Bad. Recently, it's been bad. Have, Holy shit! But yeah, he was he he got so fucked up, and he was he'd say, "Okay, now we're gonna play this song." And I'd have to be like, Steve, we just played this. Song. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? So this is this yeah. is not nothing that no has not happened before. No. no. Okay. So it, there was that, and then there was Robin Crosby, who moved up uh, later. He was one of the San Diego. He was in a band called Aircraft. Yeah. He moved up to San uh, to L.A. after I did, mm -hmm. and oh shit. 
and uh, and he, that's why. like I did before, he would show up at rat gigs, and they say I should be in the band. I should be in the band. Should you? I, I, I'm good. I like being the one guitar. Player. No. Um, well, your style, I think, yeah, dictates more of a one guitar thing. Really. Yeah, yeah. And and he just he just and I like drum. He kept hammering it, hammering it, hammering it. Man. Finally, I said, "All right, all right, okay, you can be in the band." Because Stephen always says, "Suck to Jim, he's the guitar." I said, "Okay, okay." And he said, "And he said, I won't do any leads. I'll only play if all you want me to do is a A note every four bars. That's what I'll do." I said, "Okay, all right then, let's do this." We start doing. He's like, "What else do I got?" I'm like, "Nothing." Mm, nothing. Come on, Jake. <laughs> and so I give him more and more parts, and then he starts saying, what leads do I get to play? And I was like, really? Really, motherfucker? Mm. And, you know, he, he can play guitar. But yeah. but eventually I just said, you know what? You can play every fucking solo. They can do better than me. How's that? <laughs> He's like, come on. <laughs> like, what? You wanna, what? I, we should go for second best? If you can play a solo better than me, you fucking do it. And he was like, mm. and it, but the whole dynamic got weird. It got weird, that. yeah. Yeah, because there was me and him, mm-hmm. and then apparently he dressed more like a rat than I did. Stephen at one point pulled me over, and I was the longest member in the band. He pulled me over and said, "You need to look more like rat." What do you mean? He goes, "Robin knows. I know. We need, we need to look oh, like Jesus rat." Christ. I'm like, really? All right. You know what? You know what you need to do? You need to be I, I, rat without me, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And so I quit. You know. So then did you and recommend I, Warren? Yeah. For the I said I quit. And here's I the guy. I won't quit because we had gifts. Yeah. I said, I, you know, I'm not just going to fucking leave you. But you should consider Warren, mm. who was just a kid yeah. in San Diego. But he was one of the kids. When I was in San Diego, I was the guitar guy. And it was funny because every gig I would do, we'd do gigs where uh, underage, you know, you, yeah. you could drink or you could sure. not drink. But it was funny because in front of me, I'll be a dozen guys who seem like this. I was studying everything I did. Mm-hmm. And Warren was one of them. Ah. But Warren looked like friendly. She was just like, <laughs> and we got to be friends. Uh-huh. And, and I, and he, obviously, he was fucking good. Yeah, he's great. Guitar and uh, I said, you need to fucking consider Warren. Yeah, if you, if yeah. I'm leaving, you need to consider Warren. Because I knew the whole layout in L.A. Yeah. I said, Warren's better than anybody else out yeah. here that's available. Hmm. And so you were I right. brought him up. And it was funny. Cause he was he was going to go to college. Yeah. He, he, he comes from a so, fairly so, rich family. So what, you, what you're saying is you sort I of fucked him up. Ruined his fucking <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> or made it better. Made it or awesome. made it better. Yeah, it depends on how you look at it, right? Yeah, he was he was going yeah. to go to college, uh, and and he was a little bit hesitant. Mm-hmm. He said, Jake, I got I'm, I'm going to college. Man. Right. This whole thing. I said, Yeah, but what if? I said, What if? Because it was like I said, it was the early. Well, 80s. I think that was what if was good in the, the end. whole the in whole the end that was LA good thing for him. Was fucking because it was because I later saw Shit him playing at. You know, eighteen thousand people arenas, and you know, when I was growing up, 
yeah. invasion of privacy and all that fucking. But you didn't era. know that. But it was all the signs were there. Like right. I said L.A. at that time was like. Yeah, it's a metal wasn't player. accepted yet. Yeah. But again, you could see, you could just see it. It was, it was fucking, one of those five. Something was fucking happening. There's five. I said, Warren, just, I said, give it a year. Actually, there's six. Call a job. Sorry, there's six. All right, who's number two? Randy died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He okay. was part of six, well, now I would say. But he was part died. of the two that made me wonder about going yeah. to L.A. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I said, come up here, sleep on my couch, I'll fucking feed you, give it a year, because... I, because I, I could, oh, anybody nice, that was there could see it. There's yeah. something fucking happening there. Yeah. This sure. whole LA thing, there's something that's either going to explode or nothing will happen. Fucking, here, it's a once in, once in Just a life. Go. Yeah. yeah. Just come on, do it. And it worked out for me. Okay, so you left Rat and you went to who at the time? <sighs> So you, there was I, I rough, went to cut rough somewhere. Cut. Rough I cut, went right? to rough cut because uh, half the rhythm section from Rat went to rough. By the by the way, Amir says hi. What? Just now? Yeah, actually. I haven't seen his face in like ten thousand years. years. Well, look. <laughs> but hello, Amir. <laughs> um, I know you haven't seen his face in two years, and you might not even care. Yeah. But tell Jake I said hi. <laughs> hi, Amir. What's <laughs> up? Is he still doing? Oh, is it or- Orgy? Uh, no, Orgy ended. Um, well, Orgy still exists, but yeah, I thought part, I saw gigs. Their their part of it ended. Uh, him and Ryan, who was the the main guitar players, and in Orgy left. He does a band now called uh, Julian K. Julian K is um, it's more it's kind of interesting. It's a uh, a more of a 80s synth pop kind of band. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but now they're now they're kind of going back into a little bit of the sound of Orgy. But they they're doing it all independently and they're doing it quite well. Yeah. Um, it's hard to promote your own music and they've done a really good job of actually taking the whole business side of it you know yeah. by themselves hmm. um actually pretty cool pretty cool music if if yeah. you like at all like a depeche mode kind of like a seagull like kind of thing yeah no then you they're, probably they're... like the music that they're doing so um and now I they're gearing a little bit back to heavier stuff too. So, um, no, that sounds interesting. So, so and good, good for him. But it, but, but they're Music but they're still, um, but they're doing it in, independently, truly independently from any label or anything. Oh. And and they're that's actually good. making it work with crowdfunding and all sorts of stuff. So I think you know that's cool. Mark Ford. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I got so anyway, I, I actually. Go ahead, Dave. We moved to Rough Cut. You were in Rough Cut for a while. Yeah. And then where did you go from there? Rough Cut was managed by Wendy Dio. Yep. And then you went to? And then Ronnie quit Sabbath. 
looking around for guitar players. He said, how about you? And uh, we, we started working on the first record in his garage. Uh, where he was playing bass, right? He was playing, like an EBO. Because like, you showed EBO, up. Whatever. I, I, I just got this from another um, a podcast, but uh, yeah. you showed up, and you're like, uh, who's playing bass? Yeah. And he goes, I am. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, was, he, was he good? And you know, he's a good it's, bass player. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, how hard, how hard is it to play? <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh, Ooh. wow. <laughs> no, no. Oh man, Mr. I Esposito. Obviously How, what are you gonna say about that? Come on, I'm obviously joking. I had Greg Chase on Badlands, who was the oddest, oh, he's oddest awesome. selection of, of all time awesome, being a band, because I believe in his bass playing. Yeah. Um, but and no. You now have Gio could. Mr. Esposito. Mr. Anthony Esposito. Anthony Esposito, who is a badass on bass. He's, he's really good. He, I, just like his tone and everything. It's just like well, his tone's oh, always been really holy good. Shit. And he's always been a rock solid like yeah. that. You know, and yeah. punk attitude uh, where I think he excelled, where he surprised me was how for Patina, because Patina is so many different colors and layers yes. and spices, uh, where he, he stepped up and he he went beyond what I thought and what I think anybody thought he would do. Not, not that he was capable, but what he had done before. Mm-hmm. You know, he he really showed his musicianship, and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he um, impressed me. Seeing him live impressed me a lot because it was like. Such a good tone and such a good attitude. And he would just lock in and just really deliver. Lock in, he has that attack. Yeah. 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 He impressed Greg like Chase on. Which, I mean, Greg Chase on. No, he's, he's well, fucking he's amazing. amazing. He, yeah. Amazing bass player and hard to impress. Yeah. Mm. But he, uh, when we played in Phoenix and, and Greg came on and played High West, saw that. But, he was there for the whole show, and first thing he said after the show was like, "Anthony impressed the fuck out of me." It's like, really? He goes, "Yeah." He said, "I didn't, I didn't think about it before. I heard the record, watching him play those parts." He said, "Anthony impressed." No, he's bad. And that's hard to do for Greg Chase. No, I was sitting back when we were in Detroit, and I was sitting in the back, way in the back. After well, I stand up front for a while, and then I went way in the back. And I'm just sitting there listening to the bass. I'm like, going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what rock bass tone uh, is about right here. Digging in and just, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's uh, rock music. Right is, if anything, rock music is about aggressive attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, if he has the attitude. Like 300 years from now, they're going to back and they say what did rock music do aggressive attitude that's what rock music absolutely is. absolutely and anthony has that yeah so going back yeah. going back to the, cool. the deal thing so you were you were with him for six so weeks we're trying to get past that to the aussie part <laughs> i was in, i was in it yes uh it was me ronnie and Vinny in a garage oh, and um, agree. 
know, I can still remember my version of uh, Holy Diver, which is a lot different than Vinny's. Huh. If you had a guitar and a Friedman amp here, I'd play Sorry, it. I don't know. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> hard to do, you know, traveling to Vegas. I, I guess I could have done it. I think that was the, uh, the thing. Ronnie liked my guitar playing. He respected my guitar playing. He wanted me to be a part of the band. But in the end, I think... Uh, I don't want to say more complex. So it makes Vinny sound less. Uh, 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 not Vinny. Um, Vivian's. Um, my concept of playing rhythm guitar is more complicated than a lot of other guitar players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my version of... Oh, shit. Now I have to do it at some point. But my version of Holy Diver well, was that's a gonna lot happen. more complex than what Vivian's was. I'm not saying it was better. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, I think Ronnie eventually wanted a more European flavor as far as the, the, the rhythm playing than what I was showing. Yeah. So I didn't stay in the hand. Mm. I didn't even know you were in the band until I heard that I guys well I thought I was so <laughs> um okay so after Ronnie so how do you get the call for Ozzy how does that, that weird happen? yeah um I was still in rough cut and then and then they wanted to change because it had Claude Schnell uh on keyboards oh, yeah. and I was the only guitar player they wanted to fire him who was he was one of the original members of that band. They wanted to fire him and uh, get another guitar player and become to me like one of a dozen fucking LA guitar bands with two guitar players. And so I quit. I quit Rough Cut too. Mm. Not in deal. Quit Rough Cut. Uh, and I had nothing going for a while. And I was approaching the 25-year-old uh, <laughs> threshold. <laughs> the threshold? Yeah. <laughs> Where I always thought, if I can't do this by the time I'm 25, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to start looking at other stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Like hooking on the streets and stuff. <laughs> 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 so, that wasn't one of my options. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I wasn't doing a whole lot of anything. I was I was getting drunk a lot, checking out everybody else, Motley, and, but uh, and then one day I do I get a call where Ozzy's I don't George had to get well George, George 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 was enough. George was traveling with the band he was yes playing in sound checks playing right? in sound checks and like they were feeling him out they were. And apparently they didn't like what they felt. <laughs> <laughs> they were feeling him out. And, and then, from like what I, said, I understand... I just saw George from, two, three from that what I understand, you come in, you, you did the audition, right? I did the audition. And, I was and all you, pretty. And you said... According to George, I was all pretty with my and, hair and, flowing and, and shit. And, <laughs> but you, uh, uh, at least from what I gathered from other podcasts... You said it was a shitty audition. I did. Oh, shit. it was shitty. It was. I was. Yeah. I was fucking bullshit. And I argued with George just the other night about it. He said, 
oh, you played like crap. I said, I didn't play like crap. I didn't know the fucking songs. Yeah. There's a difference. Mm. It's not like I went out there and just played shit guitar, you know? Yeah. Hey, let go. It, don't I, wanna, you know, don't drop I can play fucking guitar. Yeah. I just didn't know the fucking song. Yeah, you had I what, this no part time to... Up, that part, yeah. I didn't know the songs. Doesn't mean I played like shit. And then George went, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but George is like that. He's always going to blame it on He's always, no, he, he's always going to push the button a little bit. And, and like, I, I love that. Like, he's funny. He's funny about that. He's a funny man. Yeah. And you know what? A lot, I had him on the show also. Yeah. And, uh, um, talk shit about me. What's no, he didn't no. say shit about you. Oh, he uh, didn't say anything. Nothing. Oh, well, then fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, uh, the thing is, is I've known George for a lot of years, and um, he's a nice guy. I like George. I think he's a really sweet guy. Oh, and, and, sweet. Well, like okay. He's a nice guy. He doesn't mean anyone harm. Uh, maybe he did back then, but, you know, <laughs> not now. Not now in his life, okay? And and a lot of people take him wrong in interviews because he has sort of a warped sense of humor. Yeah. And, um, and that's one of the things I love. And, and, and the yeah. warped sense of humor often comes off as, you're a dick. Yeah. Um, but when we had him on the show, uh, he, he, was showed great. His, he showed his normal George to me side, yeah. uh, just talking gear bullshit. Crap, and um, and everyone was like, "Oh, he was great there." Oh, that's I go, yeah, that's George. What you saw was George. Anything else you got from any other interview is not George. He's a nice guy. He doesn't mean anyone. See, I like to go as far as saying he's a nice guy, okay. but I like George. Okay, well that's I fucking good enough. Like George. It's I good like enough. Hanging with him. That's a good good enough yeah. right there. Nice. I know if he's nice. Okay. I know if he's bad either. I know if he's. No, but I like. I well, like that's George. that says something right yeah. there. Right and, and my wife Amy. This the first time she met him, fuckers a dick. Oh really? Him. Yeah, I was like, no, I like not. George. He goes, I don't know why you like him. Must be the guitar player thing. And then just the other night, she she saw was us, warmed up. She saw us like interacting. She said, all right, all right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He's he you. If misunderstood. Just, yeah. If misunderstood. You just a lot. see him on his on the surface. Yeah. And you can take him you wrong. You could you could you could think he's just you can take him wrong. Huge but guy. if you know him, he's a he's a you like yeah. him. And I'm not gonna say nice funny. guy. You like him. He's funny. Yeah, he's funny. I, I like once you I learn like his once you learn his sense of humor, yeah. Then you're like, okay. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. He's yeah. a little goofy. In a sense of humor, and he's good. I, I like, I like George. You know, he's he's he was a really cool. He was a cool guy on the show. He was, and he's almost as good as me on guitar. So. <laughs> I gotta give him that. <laughs> uh, so, so I think you totally smoked him on the rhythm part. I, but, but then, well, then again, maybe you smoked me. I don't know. Uh, well, you know, the solo. Depends on what to me, solo shit is a is a, a personal thing. It's a, what speaks to you. Mm -hmm. Rhythm playing, fucking smoke. Come on. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you 
He does. You do. You do. <laughs> George, George will. Okay, it's nay. But I do do find. I love you, George. I do find. But I do smoke it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. I do find the funny thing is, like, whenever he comes in to try something, he plays nothing but lead stuff, right? (laughs) Yeah. Always. Always just like noodling, 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 noodling. And um, And when I I hear noodles. when When I hear, oh, yeah. Noodles are not really in in context of a song or anything. It's just like, but when you see him in context of his band, you're like going, oh, that's where the noodles go. Okay, I get it. And when you also hear him in context with his band, you're like going, well, you can play rhythm, but you never do it when you're just standing in front of the amp. I mean, like ever, like, let me tell you something, you know, being an amp designer, hearing lead stuff through an amp, you don't know what it sounds like. Yeah. I don't know what it sounds like. I want to hear rhythm, chunky rhythm. I want to hear rhythm. Yeah. Because that's yeah. the only thing that makes the amp sound like an amp. You know what I mean? Like lead stuff that's just like legato lines. Could be You're like, well, okay, it's distorted. Go, yeah, okay, but... Yeah, it's different. The first, it's yeah. One of our artists, uh, I don't know if you met him out here, Phil X. You know Phil X. You know who he is? No. Okay. Anyway, Phil X was a. a He's in Bon Jovi right now. now. He plays in Bon Jovi, but doing what? That was just a Coach Sambora's gig. Oh. Um, but. Phil X was a, a session guitar player in L.A. Did He did all that stuff for the, the Molly Crew record. and He did all the background rhythms and all this stuff. And um, He's played on a million records. Daughtry, this, that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He's a rock guy. First time I met him, he comes into my room at an amp show, and he plugs into my amp. He turns the game way the fuck down and the mm. volume up. I'm like going, thank you. That was great. Because he was just playing raw rock rhythm stuff. That was fantastic, man. And um, so uh, I have no idea where I'm going with this now. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, something speared me on with this, but now I'm lost. So oh, I don't know. George, it all started. It all started with George. Well, let's, let's go back so to rhythm. Phil okay. was all about rhythm, and he would just play rolled back gain, and he would play like solid, chunky rock rhythm, and you're like, yeah, that sounds great that way. <laughs> you know? Yeah. As opposed to every other motherfucker that comes in and turns everything on 10, all the gain and everything, I'm just like, no, 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 no. Okay, fine, it sounds okay, but no. Um, and and I got shit about this on uh, not a lot of shit. But, uh, I think I did what premier guitar or something. Yeah, like you oh, the rig rundown. Down. Down. Yeah, yeah, rig rundown. Yeah, and I was talking about how you only got a few things wrong. Go on ten. <laughs> Nothing go on with me. 10, go on ten, and uh, and then I got a little bit of feedback about yeah, well, you know, I play in my bedroom. That's why I can't turn it on ten. I wasn't attacking them. 
Yeah, I, I understand that. This is how I do. But on stage, you're playing a fucking concert. Those guys, Gain on 10, Volume 1, ooh, I'll go one and a half. Those are the guys I'm fucking talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a goddamn rock concert. Get some fucking, uh, get some liveliness in your fucking. Get some balls fucking, in your fucking yes. life. Let's fucking let's learn where your balls get are. Get overwhelmed. Get overwhelmed by your amp and learn to control it. <clears throat> well, I don't, know, I don't know if you know who, you probably don't, uh, who Pete Thorne is. Pete Thorne is a Thorne. guitar player. He does a bunch of uh, yeah. pedal reviews and stuff. And On YouTube. Online. It sounds He good. played with Chris Cornell, and, he, and, he, right. and, he, and he's played with a lot of artists. Uh, he's a good right. friend of mine. So what's his problem? But no, there's no problem. <laughs> He, he tries to explain to people the interaction of volume to your guitar playing. Hmm. So um, turning up a, a Marshall on 10 has a an interaction yes. to how you play. It, how it feeds back, how you control it, how you use the feedback. Yeah. To uh, in your songs, in yes. your songs, yeah, and and, and, Solos, and, and or even and like yes, it's, it's uh, my uh, friend, my friend Dave Black, who was also out with us at that uh, at dinner, okay. um, uh, has a a a rock band that was in that decline and fall, Western Civilization, whatever. Yeah. They were a big Detroit band, huge Detroit band, biggest rock band in Detroit, period. In the eighties, um, they were Sorry. punk influenced, <laughs> punk, punk influenced, uh, unbelievably intense band to see live. Detroit, 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 but intense, I can intensity, that. like where you were infusing punk with rock and everything else in their music, and it was just fucking like you were there in the in the time seeing them. Right. And it was like you wanted to punch someone. You just you That's felt longer, you felt you <laughs> felt this yeah. angst and yeah, this this I feeling. But he was saying he goes, dude, the volume and the thing, it's all about the interaction between the guitar and the amp and how it feeds back and when when you, you, you control the feedback at a certain point and that intensity, he goes, That's what it's all about. And everything is lost now. No, it doesn't exist no. now. It's not even and, so much controlling as trying to control. You hit a chord, all of a sudden this note's beating back. You didn't expect it. Yeah. What do you what do, do, you do with, with it? it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That is so exciting to me. That it's, is exciting. That's it's, that's it's, rock. It's the element, the wild element. And I think that's a little. There's a little punk element in, involved in that wild element. Yes. Yes. And and I think um, absolutely. I'm, James I'm, Williamson, big influence on my playing. I I don't mention him enough, so I'm going to say it now. Uh, uh, I'm Stooges. interested who the Stooges. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Got it. Isn't that his name James Williamson? I think so. For this, uh, third one. Uh, God, I'm old. I can't think of shit. You know, uh, third one. 
with the search and destroy and, uh, all that shit. Come on, what's it called? Mm. Give me. I don't know. Give me some uh, help. Uh, uh, Give the uh, old uh, guys James some help. Williamson. Uh, uh, should we go to Google? Yeah, come on. Somebody's got it. You? Come on. No, I'm I don't, not looking I don't know. at the chat at all, Mark. I'm so. looking at I'm, I'm looking at the chat. No one's giving me the answer. Third so. fucking Stooges album. I can't even think of the name. He's he's like in silver lame and and, and glittery. Uh, uh, oh, God, power. Uh, see, I'm so old I can't even think of anything more than power. That's Something okay. Power. Can't. I'm looking it up. Shit, same way. Now I'm just embarrassed. Oh, shit. But yes, raw power. Raw power. How far off am I? So, my <laughs> power. That album is fucking huge on me. And I'm, James Williamson, is that not the guitar player? I'm looking. Um, let's see. Uh, do they give the names? Of the, Stooges. Yeah, I've got it, but it, they're not giving the name of the band, unfortunately. Oh, the names of the well, people he, in the he band. He wrote the songs with them. Too. Personnel. Uh, Iggy Pop. Dave Alexander, Ron Ashton, and Scott Ashton. Yeah. And then the additional person, John Cale. Oh, my God. Come on. All right. Well, anyway, his guitar playing, like Search and Destroy, uh, was it was huge on me because hmm. it's all about aggression. Yes. It's about fucking aggression. That's what rock's about. Who would want aggression? Dave's band. Actually. If you saw them live, you would go... Who seduce? Yeah. Oh yeah. Only if you saw him live. Maybe <laughs> one day. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So let's go back. Let's no, get. No, let's you, get back yeah. on track. So you. Yeah. So so. I know. So, so you get. Aren't there you, you get a call for the Aussie. We're, we're like on the third yeah. fucking question. We're trying to get through <laughs> the Aussie part. We're trying to get through the Aussie part, and everyone wants to hear about it. So so you 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 get the Aussie call. You go you you go audition. Yeah. Uh, you said it was a shit audition. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. And you didn't. Know I got the call the shit. night before. They said, "Do you want to audition for Ozzy?" I was like, "Yes, yeah, okay." <laughs> I said, "Okay, learn this, this, this." Oh shit! And I didn't know the songs, and I had to borrow. Calm down. Man. I had to borrow a record from somebody and fucking try to learn it that night. Mm. And and I've gotten, I got trolled about this where I said this earlier in an interview, where I said, I don't know, and Crazy Train or an A. Was, no, Crazy Train's an F-sharp minor, stupid. Yeah, I get that. The beginning is. But you can't tell me the fucking verse is not A major. Anyway, <laughs> there's all these A cards. And these are all, I don't know why it upsets me so much. These are bozos. That fuck, I don't yeah, know what they, of course, what they, they that's change what they, oil believe, during the fucking Believe me, this, is, this night, is what's going to happen. Then at know? night they say, oh, Jake, he doesn't know his music theory. <laughs> fuck you, I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, I, I got the parts mixed up. Because, you know, you got a crazy chain. Bam, 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 bam. And they got, I don't know, bam, bam, bam. They're all basically the same tempo. And basically in motherfucking A, right? <laughs> Um, and I got parts mixed up because I learned it the night before. Um, I didn't play like shit, like George says. Oh, you played shitty. No, I, I, I don't I know. Play no one shitty. knows. No one knows. I just got parts mixed yeah, up. Yeah, you said. didn't have the best audition yeah. that you could have no, no. hoped for. And I actually, I got there late. 
<laughs> well, so 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 basically, yeah. You I were, was me. Yeah, you I were whatever. Showed yeah. a little you're late. You were late. Said, Let's try these songs. Oh yeah. And then, and and one of the things that Sharon Osbourne did say, because I walked in like that late, didn't really know the songs. God. Dave, you got to turn that phone. Um, uh, and then, yeah, well, and then she said, well, do you have a solo prepared? And I went, solo? What do you mean? I said, like, you're going to do a solo guitar in the middle of a concert. And I went, no. And I'm not going to do it now because I just fucked that shit up. I said, you know, I can do one. I'm not doing it now. And she said that was one of the things. That was the thing where she went, oh, he might be the guy. Because she because said. Because you liked, she liked your. She said. Your he attitude. can do it. He's not doing it now. She's yeah. She liked my attitude. Yeah, she liked your attitude and my hair, according to. She liked your hair and attitude. <laughs> she liked you essentially. She liked the look. Is what? Which 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 plays out later? Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. Obviously, I can do a solo. Not doing it now. Okay. So and, and they. She loved that. She so like, George Lynch, who was, um, on tour and. Yeah. He had essentially um, uh, auditioning with the, the people. Uh, it, yeah, this was uh, this was done as soon as they said, uh, "You got the gig, right?" Yeah. Oh, yeah. They said you got the gig, and then and that's the first time I ever met George. Yeah, and then and you're like, "I got the gig, and sorry, you don't." Yeah. Or something. Well, he said that. Oh. Ozzy said. Yeah. Oh, Ozzy said it to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. To George, both, to both of you George and George. Came, yeah, yeah. What's the story? So yeah. what's George it? walked in with a, I forgot his wife's name at the time. Uh, they walked in. Uh, like, How's it going? I'm like, hey, how you doing? I'm Jay. And then Ozzy walked in. Like, you lost good. It is. And then just walked away. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh shit. Oh fuck. And George looking like, what the fuck? What just the happened? fuck just happened? I don't fucking know. I knew you were at this and then you are. But uh, uh, yeah. what's going on there? Um, apparently, my wife is ordering food at, in LA. Your wife? Yeah. That's, okay. that's important. So, well, that's good. <laughs> so I, I have nothing <laughs> as to long as it's not that. mine. On my credit card. Because if she's in fucking LA, I, there's uh, my a bunch card. of questions there. My wife. Oh, if your wife's in LA? Yeah. yeah in LA ordering food. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, your wife would probably like my wife. But anyway, that's a different story. But. Um, uh, anyway, okay, so you got the Ozzy gig. Got the gig. That's the thing. Your first shows were in Europe somewhere, right? Uh, Unbeknownst, yes. uh, forget Wikipedia, people. Yeah. It was not because it wasn't the US vessel. Those weren't the first shows. That would be, um, that would be a hell of a first so show. You had some shows. Obviously, you got the gig. You had some shows, and then you had to record a record, right? Yeah. So. I think so. Well, you recorded <laughs> "Bark of the Moon," right? And After that was before the US European... Festival. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Well, you played what? Bark of the Moon at the US Festival, didn't you? No. You didn't? No, I don't oh, think so. shit. Sorry. I'm wrong. I'm an asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> Never mind. So, anyway. Please. So, he... Start he, asking. He, um, he, he, uh, he doesn't know what he's yeah, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. No, no. We did the... Uh, first, I did I'm a three-week... European tour uh, opening for Weinstein, which as a guitar player in 80, 
three. That was bizarre that Ozzy Osbourne was opening, opening for White Snake. Yeah, well, White Snake in Europe. Was they were huge. Nothing. Oh, they were huge. Huge. In I didn't in know that. But yeah. America is like. What's a white huge in fucking Europe? Yeah, I remember learning about them through Krang magazine, and uh, you know, well, of course, Krang magazine, right? And uh, I remember that was fucking massive. They're huge. They were huge. And Mel, that was way before the Mel Galley was one of my guitar heroes. That was the original. He was guy, right? Yeah, yeah, the guy that John Sykes replaced. Crunched him. Yeah. Broke his arm. Whatever he did. Mel Galley was. Wait, broke his arm? Yeah. I don't know the story. Okay, first off, Mel Galley is one of my guitar heroes. As far as. God, he was. There was some good stuff. He he, he was on uh, Trapeze. We are the music. We are the band. Whatever it was called. Mm -hmm. That album, some of the best fucking guitar playing. I have ever heard in my life. Hmm. So fucking tasteful. And the tones. I still go after those tones. He was one of my heroes. And he was in, uh, yeah, White State, in the John Sykes. And then they were doing some kind of jumping game where people would lie on the ground and then somebody would jump over them. John Sykes jumped over. Mel Galley was there. His fucking cowboy boot landed on his wrist and broke multitude of bone oh if you see if you look up mel galley like later pictures he has this whole apparatus with strings attached oh, to his knuckles and shit just so he could still break guitar um oh, that's horrible but anyway i don't know where this is on we opened for white snake but which like i was wondering which ozzy osbourne band i was in because mm. who the fuck is white snake why are we opening Right, right. But, uh, we did that for three weeks, and then we came back on the east coast of America to, uh, for makeup dates because because of the Randy, Randy death Randy thing, yeah. Passed. And and everyone's like uh, wanting to lynch you because yeah, you're not like, Randy. Who is this good-looking, dark-haired guy on the guitar? <laughs> <laughs> no, you were. Everybody was. You dumb. were, but uh, you were pretty. Accepted pretty much yeah. right away. You know, no. I, I'd say it was about 50 50. Really. I mean, it's not like the fans yeah. had a I mean, choice. Like it seemed, I mean, it seemed like me at the no. time, as as Randy, as a, as a, as Randy a, as was, was dead. He was dead. Right. Yeah. He passed he away. It's not like he replaced. He wasn't coming back. You were the yeah. first one, though, that, you know, the, yeah. So there was. Um, there Brad, was a Torme. There was Torme, and there was um, there was Brad. Brad, and they they were just filling in, sort of for as, the tour. And it was okay, it was cool, but you were the first guy to have. A, I was striking. You were striking exactly. Yes. That's what that that wasn't the word I was going to use, but that is exactly what. But I was. And you I, had a. And I'm saying this. Uh, Trying to be outside of the whole you, thing. You, I was the perfect choice. You had a, indis, you had a. Hmm. I wasn't trying to I be say? anybody else. You weren't trying to be anyone else. I had but dark you had hair, a, a, like a half a oriental. Come on, a voice. You had a voice. I didn't you have had a bar. You had a thing. You, you, right, you was, were unique. You were unique. I was you, distinct. Out of the whole 
And even out of the whole now, uh, L.A. thing. Everyone's going to get pissed off I'm now. a little bit, I'm I was say. a little bit different than everybody Everyone's going to get pissed off with them. what I'm going to say. Uh, me too. Jake was my favorite Ozzy guitar player. Uh, <laughs> well. Now, I liked Randy. Although I thought I liked Jake more. Hmm. Now, Randy had a thing, and it was a thing, but personally, Jake's my favorite guitar, Randy guitar player, Ozzy guitar player, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. Well, and when, uh, second, and second to... Wow, that thing's almost done. To, Holy shit. Yeah, that's done. And second... Which means this interview is <laughs> It's almost done. Yes, exactly. ...was Joe Holmes. <laughs> I thought Joe Holmes was a great guitar player. Really? You know See, Joe? I, I know Joe. Mm -hmm. And... Um, uh, but not, but but he never recorded a record no. that was. Uh, he didn't. He didn't give birth to <laughs> uh, an album. Uh, unfortunately, Joe was a great guitar player, though for Ozzy. I think, and I think uh, I, I, it just wasn't. Uh, have you ever heard his band? Being distinct. Have you ever heard his band? No. Farm From Ethos? No. That's a pretty good record. should check it out sometime. If you don't. I will check it out. Before, um, I, before I reserve. But I like him better than Jake. Or I like him better not than Jake. Sorry. Oh, shit. Wrong <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. The alcohol has set in. This is gone. <laughs> Sorry. Um... um I'm sorry. No, Better than Zach. It's the distinction. I'm not. A, I'm not a Zach fan. I'm not a Zach fan at all. It, it's just. I'm not a Zach fan. I, I mean, I love Zach. I don't get me I wrong. Think Zach's great. I think Zach oh, he's is great. a good guy, it's and just... I love Zach, but I don't. And he approached it very well. I think he's a great guitar player. I think he can fucking really. Uh, he's, a good, he's a good dude. I love him. <laughs> um, I've been to his house. I like him, um, but I don't, I'm not, uh, you know, sue me, Zach, kill me, the pinch beat me up. The pinch harmonics. But me. I'm not a fucking, I don't think Zach was a Ozzy guitar player. Sorry. I don't oh, he's perfect. Uh, no, no more cheers. No, I don't know. Nobody I else never, would have done I that. never liked anything Ozzy did after you. No more cheers. No. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that either. No, I'm not a big fan. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's I'm awesome. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say your two awesome albums. Song. I'm gonna say your two and albums. Nobody. I'm gonna say your two albums. Better than uh. Than Zach. Better. You know, he he put the slide in it. I'm not I, saying he's I, not a great guitar player. I'm not saying he's not a this that blah blah blah. I know Zach really well, and he he calls me Father Dave. Uh, he calls everyone Father and everything. Um, uh, I love him. I like him. I don't love his Ozzy albums. I'm not sorry. Yeah, just right. don't. I think he was. You know what? I think I was perfect after Randy. You were gonna find somebody and not be Randy. I was the guy. I think I you should have done a third record. Furthermore, I think if you're gonna find somebody who's not Jake. I think Zach was the perfect. Yeah, no, Zach true. was a good guy. Uh, okay, I'll admit that Zach was a decent guy. 
for, I'm not great. Decent. I'll, I'll say decent. I couldn't picture someone else doing it. Although no, I think Joe Holmes actually would have done a better record. Yeah, maybe I need to hear Joe more. You yeah. need to hear his solo. I've got, I've got a question for Jake. So yeah. when you were yeah, writing, let's, let's do some questions. You say there's yeah, how about, how about we do some questions? Let's, let's, yeah, we, we will. Like, we will. We're, we're, we're totally three questions. We, we have totally. Hours, we have totally not um, um, considered let's any do questions. That. Yeah. By the way, so let's the, let's cover the, people's the answer was James, let's go to the yes or no. James Williamson from the Stooges. By the way. That's what I said. Yeah. Well, that's what you said, but you right? were asking. You were asking, yes. so I just wanted to confirm. But that. he was no. He was a huge influence. Cool. His, his aggression. I mean, come yeah. on, search and destroy. <clears throat> so when oh, you were when you awesome. were writing with Ozzy, did you feel pressure to write like uh, like Randy? Did you feel pressure to write the rhythms like Randy and, and stuff like that, or, do, or do, were you just writing what came to you, or did you feel like I have to write in the style of Randy? Both, both. Uh, uh, to be honest, "Bark the Moon" was uh, a song, uh, the riff I wrote with uh, when I was in a rough cut. Um, but just uh, half half the uh, pedal notes down. It was bam 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 bam. You know, it was that. And I I knew it was a good riff. And when I joined Ozzy, I said, "Shit, just double it up." And it and it worked. Um, so worked big time. Yeah, it both. You know, I, I, and it's weird because it just my, the way I am, I don't, I don't get nervous. I don't get scared. Um, the Aussie thing was a huge challenge. I remember uh, when we were writing the album, uh, me thinking, okay, Randy Rhodes, awesome i have to step up uh and uh i never got scared but i there was always that that uh weight mm-hmm. of like okay yeah sure. ozzy played with fucking tony iomi mm. riff god of the universe um then he played with randy rhodes i'm number three there was always that weight mm-hmm. on me. And uh, there was a couple of times when we were doing it. Uh, I think it was Tommy Aldridge. I'm not sure exactly. Come on, let's get high. And I get high. And then I get that whole fucking marijuana like paranoia. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, Tony Elby, <laughs> Randy Rhodes, oh, oh. <laughs> oh shit! I'd go to I'd go to sleep like you know, no worthy. Um, so there was there was always that, but I, I but my basic being is I am what I am. I'll do the best I can do. If it's not good enough. I'll so do. so yeah. That's cool. So you recorded this record. Which record? Bark of the Man. Bark. Okay. Um. He went out and turned. God, I want to see that. Is it possible to go out on that balcony? Uh, it's possible to hang your head on the balcony, yes. Um, <laughs> Point this. Uh, we could, well, you know, we could take a break for a second. <laughs> um, it's getting late. I know the time you could... flies. 
the time flies. Well, I'm good. But we're I'm, not. I'm we're not. We're not really, okay, good. We're not really even close but to I done here. Fucking cigarette. So <laughs> we can take a break. We can hang your head up. Or it's two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, it is. I don't want to pay it. Here's the funny thing. Everyone smokes in this whole fucking casino, everything, and all the fucking cigarette smokes wash up to the rooms. (laughs) And guess what? You can't smoke in the room. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You can hang your head on the door. You know what? You you can can do do it. it. And I have done this on occasions. I know how this is pertinent to what we're talking about. But... It's all up to the uh, uh, the maids. They come in and go. Well, there's, there's, there's no way everything. But everything you give smells a forty dollar like tip. Yeah, they don't smell so smoke. Forty dollars <laughs> on the tip on, on the bed. They I don't, don't smell no smoke. <laughs> I don't smell nothing. I'm just saying. Oh, literally, there's awesome. a door there. You can hang you your head be right out the fucking door. I'm just saying, it could be forty. You want to smoke? I'm not joking. Right there. Yeah, I'm getting ready to smoke. Right so. What was uh what were we talking about? Then? So anyway, finish this shit up and then you can yeah we well we can do the something or, and something something yeah um let's bring it uh, out Mark do we have let's questions adventures. we do have questions um uh, so so wait before we do that oh what were we talking about Bark at the moon you were asking Bark at the moon okay what so pressure I'm gonna push I'm gonna push beyond this so now so now with the dirt. That came out with Bobby oh, Crew. You want to bring so me. you're on tour with Ozzy <laughs> on Bark at the Moon, obviously. Um, so, um, so we have now seen the dirt, um, and there is a scene on the dirt. Yeah, where Ozzy snorts ants. That pulls no, up. see. Now, now I would just like a first-hand account. Um, account of this this information uh and and i'm not i'm not saying it happened not happened i'm not saying shit so now please tell us i was the uh the 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 i so was hanging the pool and i never saw ants i never saw ants everybody well, but you weren't snorted ants but you weren't right on top of him you don't know. I was right there. Oh, you were right. He there. snorted a little spider. Okay. You know, mm. there was not a trail of fucking ants there. I, Tommy says it. Nikki says it. Ozzy says it. They were fucked up. I was not. <laughs> I was just trying to get a fucking suntan. That's all. You were I was laying doing. out by the pool, going, yes. going. I'm chilling. They out were here. getting I, fucked up. I'm getting paid to fucking lay by this pool right now. Yes. Ozzy snorted a little tiny like. Stupid spider that was crawling across trying to like that. It was no ants. It was no fucking ants. I don't care what the other guys say. There was no ants. Um, and uh, it all started. Piss? What? What about the piss? Oh, that was true. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so the piss started, is true. The piss it, is true. It started with a like a contest. I don't remember how. It, it's like a gross out contest sort of. Yeah. Well, it was Nikki and it was Ozzy. I think it started in the pool. They were both swimming in the pool, and they kind of like raced, and of course Ozzy lost. <laughs> but and then it turned into a push-up contest. Of course Ozzy lost, and then uh, and then because Ozzy was getting tired of losing, uh, he made it a little oh, bit. This makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, he stepped it up. And uh, yeah, I do remember. I do remember at one point Ozzy was sitting there, wasn't wearing a dress, but I understand the uh, uh, movie license going that far. But uh, yeah, he's sitting there. He got this weird look on his face like that, and then piss started. He was sitting on the concrete, and piss started like flowing out underneath him. And he was obviously doing a lot of vitamins because he was like lime green. Oh, yeah. Right. Lots of vitamins. And he did that. So, Nikki Six, I remember, uh, pissed on the girl he was with. She was a lot, she was lounging like this. She was not, she was not happy about it. But Ozzy pissed on the ground. He saw that and he went over and he pissed on the girl that he was with in the lounge chair. And that's when Ozzy bent over and started licking his own green piss up. That is where I said, okay, I'm out of here. Because <laughs> not, not only is that happening, but there's families on the other side of the pool. I see children and mothers and fathers like looking horrified, like, what the fuck is going on over there? And now what? I, I want uh, you were just like, I'm out. I, I, I'm, I'm see out. you. Bye bye. So I'm not. Uh, my tool times is done. That is my recollection. <laughs> and and Ozzy snorted this little spider that was crawling across. It was no ants. Mm. Uh, not that that's a big deal. I mean, it's a minor detail. So I'm just saying. Any other stories on? So are there any other stories from that tour that fucking really stand out that, that were kind of gross? It's a ton of stories. <laughs> yeah. I know how far you want me to go. Come on. But tell us something give we us, haven't heard. Give, give, give us something that no one's heard yet. Mick Mars called me a slant eyed Japanese bastard. Oh, shit. Wow, yeah. really? That's weird. And me and Mick, I, as far as I know, we're good right now. We were not that night. Oh, wow. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Well, it all goes back to uh, the L.A. days um, after I quit. I met Nick before. He seemed after like I a nice quit, guy. Right. I, like I said, we're good now as far as I know. Yeah. Uh, and I'm stronger. I'll fucking arm wrestle. <laughs> oh, you'll shit. You'll beat him. You'll beat that him. No, you'll beat him, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking around. And I, if, if, if Mick's, Mick, who I think uh, he's he, not, he'll, he's he'll chuckle about. Um, no, but it's back to uh, back to the L.A. days. I quit rap. I had nothing going on. Um, I was going to Motley's fucking gigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it all works out. Um, Nikki and Tommy wanted me in the band. Oh, really? Yes. They actually wanted me to replace me. Mm. Um, shit. Which you can understand that. Well, like, yeah, you were the hot I, guitar player. You're in LA. You're better like looking and fucking about, better playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they wanted me to play Smith. Uh, mix, uh, whatever it was, in law, whatever, was funding the band. <sighs> and so that didn't. Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> and then it was like maybe two guitar players, which no, which even weird. then I was like, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, could you get your hand? Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah. And Mick, obviously not. So, anyway, it kind of started with that. Because yeah. there was that thing going. Yeah. Whether somebody denies it or not, that's what started the rift between me and Mick. Um, then There's a I, rift between you and Mick? There was. Yeah. Said. There because, was. I because of that. Really because of that. Uh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then, and then Motley's opening for Ozzy, which I'm not saying I had a big deal to do with it, but I remember Sharon saying, this Motley crew, what do you think about opening? And, and go ahead. I got it. Uh, what do you think about opening? So fucking Motley crew, I think they're going to be the next big deal. Mm. Anyway, so Motley crew's opening for us now. And, uh, at one point... At one point, I'm out partying with, uh, I think it was Tommy. It might have been Vince. Who knows? Whoever Mick's roommate was. And we go back to the room, and Mick, Mick is in his pajamas, and he's very upset that us. It, it was with Rat, too. I remember Robin was there. Stephen was there. Hmm. Uh, while going to the room, and let's, let's go! And Mick, being the old man, as everybody joked about, uh, was like, he made a complaint. I don't know. I'm not sure what I said. I think I, I think I just called him the old man. Shut up. And uh, he did look over at me and said, "At least I'm a, <laughs> at least I'm not a slant-eyed Japanese bastard." Hmm. And I did not like that. Did not like it. Hadn't heard it actually since I was in grade school. The whole slant-eyed fucking Japanese thing, and it pissed me off. I don't. I don't blame you. I I walked over. I was gonna beat the fuck out of him, and it was Robin Crosby, who's six five, fucking yeah. came up with me, picked me up, and said, "Come on, Jake. None of that shit matters." <laughs> and he, he carried me out of the room. Um. So there's there's a story, and you know what? I I I like Mick. We we made up after, mm -hmm. and the fact that he called me that I don't I don't think he's so much racist as he was just he was gonna attack me because I was younger, better looking. He was pissed. Better, how do you think uh, he how do, how do you think he found out? That they were interested in replacing him. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, and it's 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 an interesting uh, look at what would Motley Crue have been if I was the guitar player. I, I would have. I don't. I I'm not even necessarily saying it would be best. Mick, mm -hmm. um, like nothing against Mick. Mick. Great tone, fucking good rhythm, good solid. Um, probably what Motley needed to be big. Right. They wouldn't have been as big. As you never know. Musically, musically they might have been there. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. I'm just, I'm just talking. That, hey, that's an interesting, that's an interesting story. So I have, an, I have another question for you from Peter Lassus. All right, let's do questions. Yeah. My answers is way too long. Let's just 
Okay, let's go. We'll go. Let's go. Let's I'll go. shoot them out to you. Uh, what was your gear that you used in Badlands? Oh shit! Stuff. <laughs> really? That's yeah, they, question. Your gear you used. In, were they stock plexis or were they over? Did you use an overdrive pedal or? No, it's like eight hundreds, right? I think. Mm -hmm. Basically, uh, Marshall eight hundreds. Um, I know they. Dave's got to get back. I think I'm gonna go home. Yeah. What? I think I'm gonna go home. Why? Because they think I'm a hooker down there. <laughs> they think I'm a hooker. You've been talking for two hours and twenty minutes, which is lovely, because it pays my bills. Do you want some money? Is that what you're saying? No, no. I just said I'm going to go home and maybe you Uber at home. Okay. Why not? No, I was just like talking about it. We can end the show if no, you have to. Bad. I have been approached like five times. Not in a good way. For how much? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been bad. It's been really weird where then I'm like, can I bring Keanu? You're hot. Yeah, well, I know that. But it doesn't, yeah, it's just been bad. So it's okay. Keep working. It's okay. You go home. You Uber it. Uber it. Well, I'll do it. I can't call you over. Uber it. Yeah. I'll call you over. What's this going on? Shake. I'll call you over. And it's so funny. No, two different people. My wife's been accused of being a host. Two different people text me. Two different people text me and are like, hey, is that you in the background? When I was sitting on the bed. And then I was like, oh shit, I need to go back to the bar. I need to go back to No. Yeah. Well, no. Like, no, I just think. Should I, uh, should, I, should I stop the interview? It's cool. Okay. <laughs> You're not going nowhere. Come on. Not even nine. Uh, that was the problem. I was all that. Uh, that back, you know. Dirk and Price is the song. See how much you can make. Yeah, you can you can make a, a lot of money during this. Oh, yeah. And then you bring them up here. <clears throat> take the money. No, you don't even have to work for it. I'm not that girl. I'm not that girl. But I'm just saying it's just been very it's just been very uncomfortable. Where I'm not usually I don't so, usually run into that. All right, let's get to questions. All right. We answer the last question. Someone wants Andy Burns wants to oh. know what was it like living with Warren D. Martini? Before you were both successful. Very weird. He's very touchy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's one of my best friends. In the world. You know, uh, what was it like? It was. It was fun. Yeah, it was cool. It was wonderful. Yeah, it's like living with your best friend. Right. Yeah. Me and uh, me and Warren. We're such good friends for such a long time. No, I I cherish the days that we lived together and hung out, and and I still do cherish the days that we hang out. Uh, I I don't know how to answer that. No, that's awesome. That's cool. It was it was as good as it could be to hang out with your best friends. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, we've got another question from Robin Hansen. He says, what gear did you use on the Ultimate Sin Tour? Um, Jesus. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people want to know, you know, what you used. Gear, gear, gear. So, um, uh, I'm just a guy. You don't remember? Same shit. Same, same well, it's obviously my guitars. Uh, 
and it was into a. You know what? Thinking back on it, I think that was JCM 800 Marshalls mm-hmm. for the Ultimate Sin. I think actually the Badlands show was probably the 900s. Now that I think about it, um, and other than that, uh, pedals, you know, uh, basically that guitar, that amp, and. Both of them would have been um, cabinets uh, loaded with uh, 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 Lecture Voice uh, EVL uh, EV12 Ls. Yeah. 300 watt speakers. They were very loud. It was a very loud one. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, that's what that's what one of the questions that he had said about the e, um, about the speakers that you were using too. Yeah, EV12 Ls. Which I left behind when I wasn't in Aussie. And then uh, Zach discovered the cabinet that I played through and uh, loved those speakers. Now they're fucking, now they're what? Black Label Society speakers. Mm. You're welcome, Zach. <laughs> um, do, you, do you read music? That was a question from um, John Sims. Do you read? Can you Only read? Only if I have to. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Yes, yes. I read music. Uh, it, not like a sight read, but yeah. Okay. From the time I was six until I was 16, I played piano and, uh, you can and entered read. fucking competitions, Beethoven competitions and all that shit. Yeah, you have to know how to read. Mm-hmm. I can read. I uh, Sight reading It's not a big thing with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, done in a while. Yeah, but yeah, I can read. I write. So we have another question. James Thomas says, "What happened with the Bourgeois Pigs Project?" Bourgeois Pigs Project. How am I saying it? Bourgeois Pigs. Is, is, am I saying yeah, that right? All that. I don't yeah. know what that is. Why not? Um. Shit. You know that was basically a uh, Michael Guy. Oh, that I was, know that name. Yeah. He was he in, was um, in um, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Okay. Jeffrey. <laughs> it's funny how that says Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Um, it was his project. He had money. He was doing well when a lot of people weren't at that point in time. Um, I think well, what was it? it was a uh, Michael Guy, it was me, it was a uh, Richard Black, is that his name? Yeah, from uh, Shark I think Island. So. Oh yeah, no Shark Island still exists. Really? Uh, with um, no, not um, it's Richard Black. Anyway, and there was also. Uh, Tony Franklin on bass, hmm. and uh, but we never really all got together at the same time. It was all put together as piecemeal, and it was uh, Michael Guy's project, and it was doing well. We were doing some interesting stuff. Michael Guy's, yes. But uh, he was also way into the. Uh, this would have been like what, nineteen. I'm not sure. Hmm. Right around 2000, give or less. You know, um, 
but uh, he he was he was smart enough to get early into the uh, whole internet thing and uh, uh, without you know making myself sound stupid he he had the whole underground access uh, uh, anyway he was into that he'd go either way hmm. uh, pursue the music or this whole brand new internet thing and he chose the right thing hmm. and uh, to make money and uh, abandon the whole bourgeois pigs thing which which you know probably would have been pretty cool but you know need to make a book right whatever gotcha um all right and then the, the other question from james thomas was will jake ever release the wicked alliance material sure there you go there you go there you sure go. and <laughs> i release it i don't know did a couple of things it's out there it's not like i'm holding on to it and denying access mm -hmm. it's a you know, whatever we did is out there Let's talk about why you can't get Badlands albums on iTunes. I don't know. You know. Yeah, people ask that. I I I just don't fucking know. It makes no sense to me. It's weird. I've heard excuses about Ray having had, you know, AIDS and and his his uh victims whatever i've heard all that shit none of that makes sense to me i don't know i heard i heard eddie trunk talking about it the other day yeah and he said it was because of ray's family that's what he was saying but i don't know if that's true no none of it makes sense to me i, I it makes no fucking sense yeah um yeah no bottom line is i don't know i don't know seems okay. like it should be but Whatever, I don't fucking care because it makes it more underground. You know, <laughs> like oh, harder to get. You can't get Badlands shit. Oh really? So it, it, to, for me, it's whatever. If I don't You're gonna know. open up chip. Seriously, I don't know. I don't know why. It seemed it would make sense for um, that shit to be available. But it should. Whatever. It should be available. It definitely should be available. Um, all right, more questions. Dave, did you? Happen, yeah. Did you happen? To I see... didn't look at any questions at all. Okay. Um, oh, these are yummy. That's good. I got other. I've, oh. I've got other questions here. So let's talk about the. Uh, can we talk about the signature amp with Dave? So when's what that? Com it? When's that coming out, Dave? Well, okay. we need to finish it. Okay. Um, I'd like to. Get that out as soon as possible, actually. And 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 I don't really care. You don't care. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come out soon enough. Um, How much money would you like? <laughs> not about and money. in what time frame? Not about the money. We'll get it right. There you go. Well, I'm going to come back. I'm leaving for Japan in a week. You're going to try what I had in Japan. Which is different, you said. It's different. Right. The high game. The, the other the channel's the same. I love, I love the Christian. I know. I don't want to change that. 
right. Second channel is different. Use it on the lower gain setting like I had on the other one. Hmm. And when, when would you use the because second channel? Like what kind of, when would you lead switch to the higher stuff? Lead, lead stuff is when you go to the higher, higher gain stuff? No. Um, or more. Depends gain. on the song. Hmm. You know, basically what I'm looking for, I'll say, and off the top of my head, first channel, I want to be Paul Costa. Yes. <laughs> first channel, I want to be Paul Costa. I want all that, all that entail. Second channel, I say uh, early Judas Priest. <laughs> I like both. I like both. <laughs> Thank you. You yeah. know, the funny thing is I'm working with, uh, 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 well, this doesn't matter, actually, because it's not the original guys, but I'm working with uh, Richie Faulkner, oh. who replaced um, K.K. Downing originally. And then when, when Glenn had his health issues, um, uh, the guy that's replacing him, well, obviously, this guy that did the record. But, um, I don't know his but name. But Richie, I saw Richie uh, a few years ago, right after KK Downing left. And um, Richie was badass. That guy's, yeah, yeah he's guy. an amazing player. He was an amazing player. And I'm like, going, this is the fight and fire. Jewish priest needs right now. Yeah. You know, like this is the young, well, slightly younger, not that much younger, but slightly younger fire they need right now. Yeah. And when I saw him, I'm like, going, forget about Kiki Downey. I'm just like way past that already. I'm like, I'm like going, yeah. This is the new, this is badass, it. badass, man. He's the Russian. He's fucking got the aggression and the fucking thing. Yeah. And, um, we became friends, and so he's coming on uh, this Friday. Friday, actually. Yeah, it's an epic <laughs> week. You. An epic week. <laughs> we get we get an epic week here. Fuck it. Um, but but show me a picture. Let me make fun of this fucking. You want to make fun fun of him? Something? <laughs> sure. It's fine. And we've got a question. He, you know, he's English. He's English, actually. So he'll. he'll oh, he's English. He'll, 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 he will. He will. He will. He will find <laughs> that funny. Wait. And he is maybe marrying George Lynch's daughter. Oh, Mariah. Oh, really? He's dating her? You know Mariah? You know Mariah? Yeah. Well, that just got weird. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah. <laughs> maybe. That just Who got knows? even weirder. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Mariah. That just got weird. Yeah. Well, Mariah lives here. Yeah, she lives in Vegas, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna hang with her. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, let, I'm gonna, I, Dave. There's one question I got for you here because this was a su this was a super chat. Uh, he says, "For me? Yes, Dave and Mark. Oh. Been watching Tone Talk since last August. This is from Mark Bostick." Tone uh -huh. since last August. Since then, I have bought a Run 20 plus a cab, a Run 50, three Freeman pedals, and four Tone Talk shirts. How do I explain? How, how do I explain this to my wife? <laughs> you don't. You don't. 
You just go, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all you do. I'm, just I'm happy like, you bought all that stuff. Digging a little hole in the basement. Yeah. And you just prepare for it. I'm sorry you, sorry you, sorry you bought all this stuff, but you know, shit. We appreciate oh, well. it. We appreciate <laughs> it. Um, let's go to some other questions. God, so, I feel like a weirdo. I see me and stuff. Anyway, what, what I look Jake, like is a master fisherman. I want master some fishing. Fisherman? Yes, I want some fishing questions. <laughs> Uh, it could be with a beard and a little thing. Can you tell? Can you tell us? This is from Murray Bulger. Um, what kind of players are you in, into these days? What kind of music are you listening oh, to? Oh shit! Current. Anything? These days. Um. You know what? I still listen to the old, the old shit that I've always listened. To. I will say Samantha Fish. Oh yeah, she does. Yeah. Has nice legs. Yeah. <laughs> she does have nice legs. But their playing is very. It's a, I like her playing. I like Samantha Fish. I like. Um, there's so many people. Um, Junior. <laughs> What's his name? Gil. Gil something. Come on. Help me out. What band? Hmm. Who knows? <laughs> Nobody knows. I'm an old guy. You know, here's I don't the know thing. What I'm talking about. I can look on my. Uh, if you phone. ask me that same question, I will have nothing. Well, I have nothing. I have nothing new. I have nothing. I have nothing new. You know what? I have nothing new, and and I could be wrong with this. Okay, I could be. You know what? I would venture to say. Sammy, help me. Because, um... Who is Zachary Kibbe? I have no idea. Kibbe? Well, I recently downloaded him. Um, mm. I, would ha I, would, I would have, at, you know... Someone I do her. like Samantha Fish. Okay. Yeah, she's, she's an honest fucking blues player. Yeah. And she's adventurous. I, I like the shit she does. <laughs> I'll um, agree with that. Here's a good question. Like, not far from that is Jeff Beck True. So, oh, well, you Jeff, know. Brett, Jeff Beck, just that's a whole nother. Yeah. Do you hear that? Um, Jimmy Page, Jeff Beck, you know, the old album. Huh? Yeah. Really? They were jamming. They were jamming. They had a few jams together, and they're just like, they're going to do something. No. All right. But you know, they're very good friends. Very, they should. Very good friends. So, Jake, we had a question from Pooh Ninja. He wants to know what's the best bait Poo, for. Wait, wait, wait. Pooh Ninja. Pooh Ninja. Pooh Ninja. What's the okay. best bait for lake? Best bait for lake trout. What's, what? What? <laughs> what's the best bait thing? for lake he, trout? You wanted some fishing questions. Do you fish? You know what? Scotch. There you go. How's wait, that? wait, wait. Do you, do you fish? No. No. Okay. Okay. So I that's will. fucking I bullshit. I do fish, but I don't catch anything, and I haven't done it in a while. But scotch. So the answer is always scotch. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Um, 
Let's see. There was another question about another album. I know you already you already answered that. Coyote Coyote Vasquez. I know it's too soon, but will there be another album? He seems to enjoy uh, this tour a lot. Coyote. I think Come I on. think it's pronounced Coyote. Mm. Um, I want to badger you to to make another album. And you think that's going to make a good album? No, <laughs> I, I think I think I think that putting you in the room with great guys is going to make a good album. I I don't see it not being in the future, but uh, there is no plans. I. It's 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 really all about the chemistry, muse. right? It's about the muse, yeah. It's it, chemistry. I if you know, put me out in the middle of the desert, which is what I love about Vegas. Put me out in the middle of the desert. There you go, with a Friedman amp. Yeah, what was that? Um, oh, your and my guitar, <laughs> fucking loud, and a fan. And see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, the magic, the the. It's still all about the art, and the magic. If that happens, I definitely I'll do another album, but I'm not going to push it. Okay. Right? If it happens now, or it doesn't. This actually this question in, intrigues me so much. Otis Otis, Otis Spunkmeyer asks. I hear Jake is a watch collector. What kind of watch is he wearing now? Ah. Uh, are you a watch collector? Oh, you are. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? Rolex? It's a Tudor. Tudor. Yeah. Oh, Tudor. Tudor. Those are nice. Rolex. Although there is some Rolexes, the Pepsi. Mm-hmm. I would definitely have. But. <laughs> what do you I'm like going, about Rolex? I'm going there. The thing I don't like about Rolex is the Ingrave thing thinks that they're the fucking shit. So, <laughs> come him, on. Him and, his gold, him and his gold Rolex. If Ingrid if, if thinks they're the shit, then there's something wrong with them. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> but that's my main problem with Rolexes. Other than they, they don't look Is there a problem? Yeah. Ingrid has like destroyed the Rolex. There's a two year. And uh, uh, there's so many other watches I would I'm a Breitling fan. Breitling, that's awesome. Those are nice watches. You know, Anthony has. Oh yeah, they're good watches. Uh, uh, shit. What's the Italian one? Uh, starts with a P. Fuck. Oh, Paddock. What? No, Paddock Philippe. No. No, not French. Well, no, I think that's Swiss. Actually, Paddock Philippe might be Swiss. I'm not sure. Um. Uh, diving watches. Uh, oh, Panerai. Shit. Panerai. Yes. Yes. I always wanted one of those. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> I'm not getting it for you. <laughs> and they've, uh, they've made a... a they've, but they've I always been watches, so big. Though. Do you? Yeah, I, I do love watches. You're not even wearing I don't have one. But I, <laughs> I mean, he says it. he loves watches. <laughs> I'm not wearing He's one not either. Even wearing but I'm sure. I normally oh, wear one. Both of you guys. I normally wear one. Normally. Yeah, but I'm making that. Normally, I'm with women. Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. Whatever you guys. Yeah, exactly. Say. You have no proof. <laughs> That's too funny. Anyway, they have a 38 millimeter. They just came out. With. Mm. Worked perfectly on my wrist. I'm just saying. They're nice. Next question. Next question. All right. Um, okay. 
I like uh, Mithil Guitar says the ice cream truck story has to be brought up. But it, What's that? Why does it have to be brought up? It's I don't been know. Told. It's what, been told. You don't even know about I it. I don't know the story. No. I, I, I even don't know the story. <laughs> <laughs> What's the story? It kind of. Uh, what did you do? It was kind of my turning point. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was living in Vegas, and. Uh, what would this be? 2000. Hmm. Not even sure. But it was before the whole uh, Red Dragon cartel thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just on my own. Living in a fucking trailer in North Las Vegas, which, if you know Vegas, not Sounds a good so part good. of town. Mm. But, uh, yeah, Sunday morning, watching TV, I hear an ice cream truck. Like, shit, I want some ice cream. <laughs> you know? and, and so I fucking walk out the door, fucking ice cream, you know, as usual, it's way down the fucking block. I'm like, oh, fuck you. I'm getting ice cream. I don't care how far you go. So I'm chasing after it, cuts a corner. I realize if I jump this fence uh, where there's the uh, aqueduct or whatever, uh, I can cut it off. So I do it, but I jump too far, end up uh, breaking my back, shattering my heel. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm down at the bottom of this thing, and all because I wanted ice cream. Um, I'm down there. I'm down there for a while. Um, I start thinking about life, as you would do in such a situation. And I realized I, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything with my life. I, what do I have to offer? Music. But I'm not doing anything there either. And uh, that, was, that was the turning point where I said, okay, either I need to uh, do something, like contribute music, not even make money at it. Fucking put it out there. Contribute your crap. Or, or just fucking curl up in a little ball at the bottom of this fucking concrete fucking crevice and just say, yeah, I'm done. And uh, that that was the turning point for me. And Kevin Churko's uh, offer came not long after that. Hmm. Where, you know, yeah, yeah what am I going to I'm Am glad, I going to do anything? Glad you chose that. No, and I, and why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, glad you chose that. But it was a painful decision. <laughs> well, <laughs> it broke my back and shattered my heel. Wow. To get well, to that, yeah, yeah, to get to that point. It was bottom. But, but that was bottom, I guess, right? Yeah. Sign, kind I of. Guess. Yeah. Whatever it was, I mean, it, it was uh, a sign, like you said, Dave. That... Well, it was bottom for you to but decide to go, about chasing I'm going to do this. Yeah, well, which is that's what makes it weird. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All about chasing the ice cream. So here, here's another question. Official Kevin Holdren, who will replace Phil Verone for the second leg of the tour? Oh, shit. There is no... Uh... 
See, Phil, Phil, I, I don't think he was very distinct about what he meant. He, he will still go, right? He's good to go. Oh, yeah. good. He's good to go for the rest of the fucking touring cycle. He, he loves this album, and he loves the band. We all get along great. It's it's working well. Once this is over, he's done. And I get it, you know. Mm. He it's old. It, well, it's, it's painful for a drummer. Come yeah, on. Sure. Whatever. He's got other options, you know. <laughs> he's got options. And, and touring... Well, with him, he had toured the Bullet Boys, Mark Terrain. I, I, that has to be painful. painful. That has to be painful. Um, <laughs> and um, everybody else. I, he's I have done a with that's touring. There now. He's done with touring, but this is working right now. He's he's in until we're done, mm-hmm. and uh, so there is no. I, I'm not thinking of replacement. He's good to go until this tour is over, and gotcha. so far, so far it's not over. It might be no. quite over. We'll see. Let's hope, hope not. We got a question from Vincent Moretti. I think. What What does Jake? He's got more to do. What does Jake think about the current state of state of rock and roll? Is it dead? Can it come back? Oh shit! Oh, that's oh, a that's a fucking. That's a sensitive one. Shit. That's a sensitive one. Um. Uh, no, you no, answer. No, you answer. You answer. You're, you know. You, you were. You. You were named. You know. And I don't. I don't like getting hammered about this. But yeah. I think. Rock is kind of it. It it's not done. It's not done, but it has seen better days. Its highlights. Mm. Every music will peak. Maybe come back. Yeah, but never to the point where it was. Mm -hmm. And and you know. Look at jazz. Yeah. I fucking love jazz. But swing, that was the big thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking swing. And then oh, and God, then yeah. it goes on into other various... From Detroit. Who, who listens to jazz that. now? I do. Right. I mean, and and other people do, but it's not what it was no. in the 30s. No. Obviously. Doo-wop. Doo-wop was huge. Huge in yeah. the fucking late fifties. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Where is it now? No, it's it, all these things. Fucking R and B in the fucking sixties. Motown. It. You have your. You have your. Uh, where it's in your prime, and rock rock has lasted a long time compared to everything else. You know, uh, it, it's lasted a long time, but. But eventually, you 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 end it. Eventually, it, it just becomes another part of music, mm-hmm. and not the big thing. I don't I don't honestly don't think. And I would love to be proven wrong. 
I honestly don't think that Rock is is going to be the ubiquitous fucking presence it was uh, again, and 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 should it? We've heard Rock. We've heard all the fucking variations of Rock, and it's been it's been awesome. We need to. Uh, eventually, we'll find another way. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I it, it, I don't know. If, it's not a good answer. It's not a. Uh, it's hard to answer. I. It's hard. It's a. It's hard. It's to awful. Answer, to, awful answer. But it's it's um, you know, rock has seen its heyday. I think. Yeah. It. I'm not saying it's dead. But it will become like what jazz is now. Mm-hmm. Oh, People love it, and it's an awesome music form. But it's not going to be the popular uh, art form. Right. Okay. Uh, well, Doc- that made me sad. Give um, me a better question. Me sad. We Here, don't here's a good one. Booze left to... Dutchy5150. Jake, any plans for a live DVD release? Huh. No, I've been asked. Um, holy shit! You're replacing fucking beer with really good I'm scotch. Replacing with, scotch with beer, um, michelada. Oh, wait a minute, michelada. Oh, well, I like chiladas. You like chiladas? <laughs> chiladas. I do love. Okay, chiladas. well, it's good. Then you have some. I prefer chiladas. Oh. Although I ordered it in a bar in Imperial Beach, and every mean-looking motherfucker looked at me like I was some kind of pussy. <laughs> well, you're not pussy. <laughs> so, I said, "Hey, have you had one you're, lately?" You're in a hotel, so <laughs> I said, "Have you had one lately?" Now the now the couple of vipers fucking like, sell them. Oh, no, <laughs> that's funny. Here we got a super um, chat. Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't. I don't even remember what the question was. Uh, what was the question? Yeah, I don't even know. Stupid problem. Uh, I like my So. I got it. I'm going to ask this question. I'm going to run to the restroom. Super chat. Super chat question. Please rant about modelers. About modelers? You mean like the camp, like the camp Kemper. Kemper. It's all bullshit. I'll be right back. (laughs) Bullshit. Bullshit. Fake shit. Uh, Fuck this. Dude, there's a part of music has to be played at a certain volume. I'm not saying necessarily Jakey Lee volume. <laughs> but 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 at least at a Shit. moderate volume huh. uh, uh, to attain um, the right interaction between the guitar and the end. And the problem with modelers generally speaking, is yes, okay, it can sound relatively like the source. But it has no vibe, soul, or anything. Vibe, soul, and I I will say magic. Magic. You will never get that with a modeler. Never. And I've played through it. And it's like, oh, sounds sounds pretty good, but 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 you will never get that fucking the magic thing, the magic, the magic. Yeah, and I'm all about 
which I think you've understood now. I would compare modeling to fake modeling to no to uh, those really good looking Japanese uh, fucking uh, sex mannequin. Oh well, okay, that's close enough. Yeah, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's not bad. I assume. It's not bad, you know? Uh, maybe. It's better than jerking off. Um, <laughs> but it ain't the real thing. Right. It's just not. Uh, some people... Some, some I people, some like people I want to make that real. Some people just say it's just not like the real thing. It's not. It isn't. No. It, at, at low volumes. Can it, can it get close at low volumes and stuff? Yes. Okay, can and it's you know, awesome and, and can somebody it, just can it just get basically get that thing? Yes, but it but just, it's not the thing. It's not. It's 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 not real tits. Yeah. No. Sorry. It's, no. It's fake tits. It's fake tits. It's like oh, fake look tits. at those awesome tits. Those tits. I want great, something but, like oh, that, and then fake. you get paid. No, this is all good. Yeah, yeah. It's not the fucking same. See, baby. Yes. Well, well, I've got a long time with this cigarette. Yeah, we should probably end the show. I don't want to keep you keep you going. I don't want to end it. Okay. Who's wait? Who's there? My friend. Some dude coming in. Some dude coming in. Some dude. Cool. All right. You want to take a cigarette break? You want to take a cigarette break, Jake? Huh? You don't drink any more at all. Cigar would be so awesome. I mean, I'm I'm cool if you want to go take. I mean, you get point. I could go out there. Oh, you're driving. Well, take 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 a five minute break. Go go smoke a cigarette. Is that open? Can you open it? I can open. And I go outside on the balcony. We're gonna take a break. Yeah, Dave. We'll ask some questions of you. Five minutes. We have no questions. It it seems like we're asking around with no questions. We'll get to one answer question. Okay, right. get get them all compiled. He's um, gonna smoke. I will get all get them all compiled. All right. Okay, great. Bye. <laughs> uh, I'm working I don't know on. What's going on? Mark, help me out. Help hey, you Jake. out? He's giving all you right. a t- he's giving you a chance to uh, to smoke. You can go ahead. There you go. Stand out there. And this this will be a beautiful smoke. Go ahead. Enjoy. Not really. <laughs> There's a reason for smoke. Feet. This is going to be it. Oh, shit. But we're high up. I'm fucking scared of heights. Right. <laughs> well, 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 you got to stand up there. Really you don't drink? No, I quit. Uh, it's been like 15, 16 months. Something like that. Really? Yeah, I'm just going to go two years. Thanks, man. Nah, I'm just going to go two years. Nice. Yeah, stop and go. Oh, well, you smoke weed, so there you go. No fucking... <laughs> this guy I grew up with. This friend of mine, he lives here. So, guys, we're going to take a break for a few minutes, as you can see. Um, but I'm going to get to uh, some questions here. What is that? I know there's a question. Just stand over there, and then we won't even fucking know. There was a question about this Saldano being released. It's going to be about four to five months. Don't. That was from Deja Blue. So, a few months. 
like four or five months. All right. Um, and Tone Talk brought to you by Frito Lays and the Dr. Phil Show. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. That's Mark. We've got 245 people watching and no guests. So how's everybody doing? Um, this is rock and roll, someone says. This is rock and roll. Yes, it is. What? I said, someone had, Someone said, this is rock and roll. Absolutely. Come on, dude. I smoke, too. Don't worry about it. Just let your friend know we're live. Um, who? Your friend is talking. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he knows we're live. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't drink anymore. He's D, he's DD. Because, <laughs> um, well, well, shit. Oh, shit. That's gone. That's been just during the podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, this. Oh, well, shit. You guys have one, two. One, it's almost time to make a run. We're going downstairs. Right. <laughs> Reza, are you saying that for me to back off the mic? I'm just annoying Reza. Sorry. This is Doug, everyone. What's up, Doug? Oh, are we live? We're live, actually. Shit. Doug is an old friend of mine from when I was in high school. That's right. Cool. Broke jam. We had a band. We Section had, 8. We all had bands. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So, Dave, when is the Saldanos uh, coming out? I don't know. Okay. I said four to five Next, months. Next, uh, several, four to five months. Okay. That'll be safe. Uh, Thrifty Flipside says, Dave drank enough for everyone tonight. <laughs> I did? No, I didn't. Oh, that's so funny. Um, I think Jake, Jake was the same. Dave, any new overdrive or distortion pedals in the works from Dirty Apes? Um, not currently. Music Therapy Laz says, yes, this is totally rock and roll. This is one of the best shows ever. (laughs) (laughs) Totally rock and roll. One of the best shows ever. Perfect. Um, question for Dave. So if we can't speak by the end of it, is that rock and roll? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Great. Because that's where it's going. Pete Thorne was in the chat. Pete said, okay, I got to go. I'm happy I experienced this, and I'm scared to see what happens next anyway, so probably time to go. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, guys. I was waiting for Jake in the bar downstairs. So, well, of course, I had a few pints. Well, Maybe double pints. 25 ounce, you know, big mugs. So, there you go. There you go. That's what happened. Before we start, <laughs> a couple of them. No big deal. Uh, yeah. Good night, Vinny. Vinny's leaving. 
Vinny, you pussy. Well, Mark's going to have to call it a quick call in a night soon, too, because it's almost one in the morning. Who? Me. <laughs> no, no, pussy. I know. Um, now we have to finish. So there's a KXM rock in here. I wonder if, I wonder if that's George Lynch. No, I doubt it. No? Okay. That's funny. Um, uh, Charlie S. says, start throwing furniture out the window. Is there a fridge in here? I don't know where Jake plays. He's there. <laughs> no fridge. He certainly didn't jump off. <laughs> All right, let me get him back. Hold on. Okay. No. Hang on, guys. We're coming back soon. But it's kind of safe. Same. In the same respect. <laughs> yeah, it's still going. It's still going. It's still going. I'm looking. Yeah, Pete had to go. Call up some hookers. Yeah, I'll ask Jake about his mahogany neck. No problem. Once he comes back. Lots of people still here. Sorry that I'm, that we're, we don't have a guest yet, but I know, right? I should just go to bed and leave this thing right. running. Good answer. Good, good answer. Go that way. I'm just trying to stand up straight. <laughs> I, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little fucking toasted. You're driving. <laughs> Careful, dude. You're driving. <laughs> All right, so we got a few more questions. Alright. Is this still This like, is We're still going. Smoke is done. It's just a live shit. Yep. I wanna answer more questions. Yep, well we're going to. What what questions we got? Um but I was gonna say the difference between me and the other LA guys, I think. And I was thinking about that. I was smoking shit. Mm -hmm. um, I think between all of us, uh, they were more into, say, Gary Moore and uh, Michael Schenker, mm -hmm. uh, who are awesome guitar players. Um, whereas I was more into Johnny Winter and Terry Cass. And I think maybe that's a big difference between me and the other guys. Uh, that I just had, oh, no, I'm not going to say better choices. Uh, different choices. There's a big difference between Terry Kapp and Johnny Winterlock compared to Gary Moore and Michael Schenker. Mm -hmm. And I think, and, and not to say th those were bad choices. Th those were excellent choices. 
but I think my influences were different. Right. Yeah. Yep. Or whatever that's worth. Here's a question. Johnny Womack, which Aussie drummer did you prefer? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a good one. on. Uh, that's so... Come on. Well, Randy was always my choice. Castillo. Randy Castillo. Oh, interesting. Because uh, when we auditioned drummers for the second album, we had a big cattle call in L.A. at Mates. Yeah. Um, and we went through tons of drummers. Um, and I'll say this. Uh, when we ba- went back to England to try the drummers for real, uh, Ozzy, obviously, for some reason, got the first choice. And his was, uh, ah, shit, what's his name? God damn it. Cinderella. Um, Big Curry? Curry, yes. Big Curry. Curry. That was all Good drummers. And uh, we tried him first. Um, he didn't work out. Um, so we went to Bob Daisley, who was the uh, second senior in the band. And his was, uh, shit, what's his name? He was in YMT. Grass? Okay. No. Hmm? He's a guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, grass. Grass in the sun. I don't know. Shit. Hmm. I'm old. I forget shit. Um, Lion T drummer. Jimmy DeGrasso? Yes. Yes. There you go. He's Grasso a great drummer. He Actually, is. he later became Rat's drummer for a second. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Um, no, he's a great drummer. But we brought him in, and that didn't work out. And I remember, uh, so we're talking, me and, and Bob and Austin, like, well, shit, who are we going to get next? And I said, well, there's my choice. And he said, who? And I went, Randy Castillo. And we're like, both of them said, no. no. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> why? You both brought your guys over. They didn't work out. Give me Randy Castillo. And so eventually I said, look, I will fly him out and he'll audition. And if it doesn't work out, I paid the flight. That's how much I believe in Randy Castillo. Hmm. And, uh, and you know what? I didn't have to pay for his flight. Yeah, I bet you didn't. Because he got the fucking gig. Hmm. It was a a bass player. Bob Daisley. Bob. Yeah, he was there for the beginning of Ultimate Sin, and then I don't know what happened. You know. And then it became the other guy, the guy with the girly last name Susan. Oh, Susan. <laughs> yeah. Who was, which was the the nemesis of you, right? He kind yeah, of yeah, basically. He who was, later is now in. What's um, he in now? Nothing. Like, nothing. Dio, fucking, whatever. You, you know, I'll say that, you know, Bill Susan, he got in the band, and, uh, and we did the first gig, and Ozzy wanted to fire him, 
because he was a little bit fey, let's say. Fey? <laughs> fey. F-E-Y. Okay. <laughs> and Ozzy didn't like him. He wanted to fire him. I talked him out of it. Uh, midway through the tour, he wanted to fire him again. I said, no, no, let's just stick with Phil. I stuck up for him twice. Um, and then, okay. then I got fired. And Randy Castillo, who obviously felt like he owed me something, told me that it was Phil that whispered in Ozzy's ear that they didn't need me anymore, hmm. that they had a songwriter, Phil Susan, who wrote Shot in the Dark. Yeah. Well, Tyler. Yeah, that's in debate. Um, <laughs> but he wrote Ozzy's biggest single, and didn't need Jakey e. Lee anymore. And it was Phil Suzanne who got, who whispered in Ozzy's ear, you don't need Jake, you don't need Jake. And got me fired. And so, and, and then, what, a month, two months later, all of a sudden, Phil's not in the band anymore. Yeah. Because I was the guy that protected him. Mm. So, you know, fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> and he got... <laughs> He got what he deserved. And after that, what? He was in Billy Idol's band. Then he got fired. Uh, and, uh, and that's an interesting story. But basically, he well, turned now, into a narc. And well, he got fired from them. And then he got fired from fucking um, uh, Vince Neal's band. Yeah, yeah, And then he was in Beggars and Thieves or Bagels and Cheese, as I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he wasn't in that. You know what? You know what? Fuck you, Phil Sussan. <laughs> and then to knock it off so he was in um, the uh, Last in Line which yeah, is the original band right so Jimmy Bain Jimmy, Bain, for Jimmy Bain was in the band and unfortunately Jimmy Bain died oh, on yeah. a cruise ship I like Jimmy um, uh, uh, from complications from pneumonia and, uh, well, he was a mess. He was. Well, he was always a mess. He his legendary status of being a mess, but he was always the guy that, when it came time to play, oh, he yeah. stood up and played. Yeah. And just like going, no matter how solid. fucked up he was, he stood up and played, and he played like a motherfucker. He was solid. And um, I did one gig with with uh, when I had uh, Wicked the Lions going with Mandy Lyon. He was the original bass player. We did one gig in Florida with him. And, yeah, he didn't even know the songs. No, he, no, no, but he made it work. No, he would come up to me and say, how does this song start? Now I have to hum it to him. Like, no, 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 Okay, got but, it. But he but, got it, right? But, yeah, then he was soft. Yeah. yeah. That's what I heard. Always. No matter what, how fucked up it was, it was like, Oh, don't worry about him. He's laying down on the stage. I know he's passed out, but he'll stand up and fucking play. He'll do his part, yeah. And sure enough, with Theo, he stood up and played. He fucking did his part, did his thing. Um, anyway, um, unfortunately, he died yeah. mm -hmm. on a cruise ship while they were playing. It's a horrible fucking thing. That is horrible. Um. Hey, I got another question. And then Phil Suzanne came in and filled this place. Yeah, so, tried to. Well, not okay. the same way. I, I have some good stories about uh, 
about Jimmy Payne when he was delivering gear in England to Led Zeppelin. And he delivered gear to Led Zeppelin and never returned. (laughs) (laughs) He never returned. He just delivered the gear and never returned. (laughs) So apparently they found him later partying with Led Zeppelin for like a course of a week. (laughs) <laughs> and he never, he never returned. <laughs> He's like, fuck my job. Fuck it. I'm done. I'm partying with Led Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I would do that in the same thing. Yeah. So, so, you know. All right, we got another question, Dave. Next question. Go, next question. Let's do it. Uh, it. Can we ask Jake about his maho- mahogany neck? Ooh. Yeah. Well. Girls have called it that. (laughs) (laughs) No, Um, she's gone. She left you a long time ago. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's uh, uh, a... There there is the Jakey Lee model on Charvel, Mm -hmm. which was uh, basically based off of uh, the Aussie guitar, but it had an Aussie. But uh, for Red Dragon Cartel, they asked me what I wanted. And I had uh, it's the same guitar, um, but with a 24 and 3 quarters inch neck, which is Gibson scale, um, and a mahogany neck on the fender body, and uh, ebony fingerboard, which... Uh, there was no real reasoning behind that other than I wanted to be weird, mm. but it works out really well. It, uh, I, I do like the sound of the guitars, my main guitar on stage. I don't like going to other guitars. I will go, oh shit, this probably get me in trouble. I, I will go to the Bluebirds that they gave me, um, new production. Uh, I don't like the way it sounds. Well, it's totally different. Different uh, guitar. It is. It's totally different. Different guitar. pickup. Different but by my preference right now is uh, the Jakey Lee stage model with the mahogany neck, ebony fretboard, uh, Gibson frets up to the twelve, Fender frets after that, so you can get more wood hmm. under your fingers. Um, and I love the sound of that. And uh, I think they're, they're they're talking about coming out with that, the stage version. That's super cool. Version. I don't think I've ever heard of anybody doing that where they have thicker frets and then thinner frets as you go down the neck. That's interesting. And it makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Because the, the, the big frets feels really good up to a point. And then at, once you get up to the 17th fret and shit, it's a lot of metal. A lot of metal, not a lot of wood, and uh, it it, uh, I I think think it makes a difference. All the choices you have made with your guitars over the years makes sense. Just con, it's the pickup angle, pickup angle, <laughs> yeah. everything makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it does. So my stage setup with the V, with the that v makes cabinets. sense too. Total sense. Makes total sense. Yeah, punish the singer because. <laughs> and, and, and not stand I don't know punish the fucking singer I know I'm not the only one but when you stand right in front of your speakers it doesn't sound as good 
is when you go over to the side and you hear them coming off that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. You know, it, yeah. it, it, they sound yeah. deeper and not as brittle. It, it, it totally made sense to me, and I did it. I don't think anybody else did it before that. I've heard of other people doing it since and not giving me credit. <laughs> <laughs> Akira, Akira Takasaki. Yes, he does it. Maybe. I, you know, he might have been doing it. What? It's questionable when, really? when he started doing it. When did he start doing it? I have no idea. After me. That's that's when he started doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. That's funny. Yeah. Um, he used my apps, too. So there, we had a okay. question. <laughs> Jake, when did you uh, first get um, a Charvel? When did you first <laughs> pick up your first Charvel? Well, first that Charvel. was the first Charvel. It was kind of wasn't a Charvel, it was a Fender, right? Yeah, they they modified my <laughs> Fender Strat um, back in 81, maybe. So who was that, Grover Jackson? Uh, Grover Jackson did that? Well, I, I when I moved up to L.A. in 1980, uh, my roommate uh, worked at Charvel as a painter. Hmm. And at that point, my fender was, yeah, it was a uh, sunburst. It looked like a strap. Mm -hmm. And that was not cool in LA in 1980. Um, so he said, for, for my birthday, he said, I'll paint it. And he painted it and they cut down, they did all kinds of shit to it that I wasn't even aware of. Cut down the headstock so it wouldn't be a, a big headstock like what it was. Yeah. Um, so that was, and then they, took off the fender off the headstock with Charvel, but it was still a fender, really. Um, after that, uh, once I got an Ozzy, I could get shit. Right. And Grover was like, yeah, I went to Charvel and said, hey, can I have some more guitars? And went, oh, yeah. <laughs> Interestingly so, enough, by the way, Grover I went to Boss, Boss Pedals, because I was using Boss Pedals. I said, hey, and Ozzy Osbourne, can I get some like uh, some free pedals? And they went, oh no, we don't do that. They still don't do that. Yeah. Really? Still? Well, day. props to them though. They still are. Kind but of... I was like, holy they, shit! They still wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me say that again. But I I'm an saw... Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> can I get? Do I have to pay a hundred dollars for each pedal? Really? But like, I recently oh, yeah. saw someone that bought. You had a boss switching system for Ozzy. Oh, shit, yeah. Right? Remember yeah. that boss switching yeah, system? Yeah, I do. I recently saw someone that bought your boss switching system. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember it gave And he was like, somebody. he was like, yeah, someone sold it for a lot of money. No, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> no, no, what, no but, but someone sold it for a bunch of money, and some guy was like, Hey, this is Jake Lee's from it the tour have been, and this thing, yeah, blah, 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 It would have been the one I used. And, and it was, it was, I mean, from all, like, visuals that I saw, I was like, probably, yeah. And, yeah, I remember giving him something. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there was a delay. You had to well, time it. You had to time it right. Yeah. Like, I'm going to switch yeah. from here to there. There's much more advanced yeah. systems now that yeah. you can use that will yeah. do the same thing. That will, <laughs> but if that's what they want, yeah, you know, that won't happen. be the same <laughs> thing. 
Next question. Um, I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking. Paid, paid questions. I, I look for, uh, we got all the paid questions. Um, Okay, here's one. Joseph Dean, has. Uh, is there any artist or other any artists that you would like to work with or make great music that you haven't? Oh, you know? Well, Prince, but you said that. But No, yeah. But I, I was asked that recently. That Bowie would have been a huge one. Dead. Prince. Dead. So if I was to actually say somebody, they would die. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I don't want to do that. No. Um, huh. You know what? Pete Ooh. Townsend. Hmm. Oh, God, that would be great. Pete Townsend, because he's an awesome great. songwriter, and his rhythm playing, I've always respected. Oh, my God, that's uh, great. I, you know, I'm sure there's other people, but uh, like Townsend, Springs, well, Paige. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. But I'm talking about guitar players now, which were... Am I really needed? Um, Any singers uh, or? Huh. Singers. That's rough. <sighs> no, I, I, I would be more interested in, in doing uh, more oddball stuff. I, I like abstain. Sting said, hey, I'll play some guitar for me. I'd be like, yeah, hmm. just to see what happens. Just to see what happens. Sting. Um, uh, I think that's great. Like, the, uh, like, uh, uh, trying to say something. What? <laughs> I'm old too. What? I'm old too. <laughs> uh, Forgetting what you're saying. Uh, let's see. You know, it, it's interesting, interesting musical, interesting musical. Anything that would compensation yes. that yes. would anything that's yeah, Pete Townsend. God, that's fucking great. But Townsend, I love one of my. Well, you've mentioned this before. You love the Who, right? Oh yeah. So I agree. I love the Who. I love the Who forever. And Pete Townsend, everything he does, even the lead lines that he does, are unbelievable to me. Like, just yeah. so... Musical. Musical. Not so much you guitar can't... hero, but music. No, not guitar hero. Yeah, yeah he's never been um, yeah, much of the, you know... Just like Paige. Someone... Yeah. So, and I was thinking... There, like, there's a guitar player, uh, uh, Toshi... <laughs> Shut up. I I was just thinking like uh, you know fairly recently the the bands that I would listen to the Who, mm -hmm. the Rolling Stones, yep. the Beatles, okay, even Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I never listened to them to hear the guitar song. No, it was about the, the song. fucking music. Yeah, it's about and it was about guitar, but how the guitar interplays with the song, and it was. And I will say Zeppelin as as a big one because Jimmy Page was a guitar hero. But you didn't listen to Zeppelin songs for the guitar. For the guitar solo. For the guitar. You know. You listen to it for the music. Was there guitar solos? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's not why you were listening to so, it. And that's always been my thing. 
It's about the song. It's Guitar the player Toshi uh, Anagi. Toshi Anagi. Uh, I could be wrong with this. He plays in Jim Kimmel's band. Uh, uh, amazing guitar player, but he never listened to Led Zeppelin. He was... What? No. But he was more Richie Blackmore. Oh, he's, Blackmore. he's Japanese. So, huh. he was more Richie Blackmore, and he loved Richie Blackmore. And uh, so, recently, he was starting to listen to Jimmy Page more. Yeah. Uh, because he had to learn some songs for something he was doing or something. And he was like, I don't understand. He goes, he goes, I love, I love Richie Blackmore. I love, uh, love I these artists. That. And I love, I love that. He goes, I don't totally get Jimmy Page. And, and he goes, See, I feel the opposite. I, go, I feel the opposite way. I don't really get I go, Black, Richie Blackmore. He's sloppy. He's sloppy, and I go, "Well, that's the magic, right there. The sloppy is the magic. The the the, the 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 as my friend put, the swagger of Jimmy Page. Yes, is the bam. Swagger yep. is the you just the swagger. Yes. That's a good word. It's yeah." The thing. Yeah. And if you don't understand the swagger, you're not going to understand then, the whole yeah. music. And it's fucking wrong. But he's Japanese, so it's and just it, not different. It's like Joe Perry. It's like Joe Perry. Or even going back uh, to uh, uh, Johnny. Um, fuck. God, I am so old. I can't remember names. New York Dolls. Uh, yeah. Johnny Thunders. Johnny Thunders. Johnny Thunders. Was he a great guitar player? No. No. But he fucking. But he had the attitude. He owned it, and great, great There talent. is the thing. Yes. And like I was trying to explain to him, I'm going, it's the feel, it's the vibe, it's the whole thing. It's like Jimmy Page, okay, Jimmy Page on record is perfect. Okay, but Jimmy Page live is sloppy. Sloppy. But with the swagger of Jimmy Page live. And with moment. I, and, and like the moments of, of the, the live thing, of this stuff no was quarters. amazing. It might have and, been and, no you know, quarter one. He was just he just all of a sudden you know, bang. Like holy shit. That yeah. was some fucking guitar playing. Yeah. yeah. And 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 it's you the moment. Ever ever put Jimmy Page in a fucking No. No. And he you wrote that ever. fucking music. He wrote those fucking the parts, beautiful the chord parts. parts. He's huge on my yeah. yeah. where my rhythm plane is. And the I fucking said, chords in the in I the, said yeah, every I showed I showed Toshi. I go, look at this. So that O2 concert they did, you know, in recent times, they it's on the internet, and you watch it, and you're just like the power off the stage. Even with Jason Bond, the power off the stage. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, it's Bana. it's happening. You just God. It's like, you know, you're just like, yeah. oh, my God, there it is. My God, my hairs on my arms are up, up you know. And and, and you're t then you're talking about music versus guitar virtuosity. Uh, and what's more important? Right. To me, it's the music. It's the music, yeah. It's the music. I mean, yeah. compare Jimmy Page with Jeff Beck. Fucking Jeff Beck is the most awesome fucking rock guitar player 
of all time. Mm, Jimi Hendrix, you know, you can weigh those too. Um, but but music, there's a thing Paige does that's with music. Music is like I would so much rather be Paige. I would rather have written Cashmere. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. fucking cat. All those songs. Ten years. I mean, it's music. That's what. That's why. That that's is what, the basis. Yeah. That's what pisses. Everything. That's what pisses me off about when people are like, "Oh, Led Zeppelin stole all this and blah blah blah." Like, come on. Yeah. Stole all right. Come on, man. They stole. A, yeah, they stole a few blues blues they things, stole but what? You know, I mean, when it comes Let's to blues things from a blue blues artist, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you listen to Physical so Graffiti. There's not one song on Physical Graffiti that's stolen from anybody, at least from my knowledge. I mean, it's just yeah. amazing music. Yeah. Amazing music. And the, the musicality, the soul, the, it's so much more than somebody going up on stage and, ooh, looking him move his fingers. Fuck that shit. Right. I, I appreciate it. I love it, obviously. I'm mm-hmm. a guitar player, but it's the music. It's the and music. And you would love going to see Jimmy Page play this shit more so than anyone else. Yes. In fact, you would probably just do anything you could to be there to watch it. Right? And and I, I and I said it before. I it, there was a point in my life where I would say, "Oh yeah, Jimmy Page, sloppy fucking." But I never denied the music, mm-hmm. and it took Jimmy me a while. Sloppy, but there's a good sloppy. There's a and melody. It, it works there's in a, rock and roll. Ace Frehley. I mean. Uh, God forbid anybody call him a master guitar technician, no, but no. he has two or three <laughs> licks. He has two or three licks. That fucking that just, yeah, there's yeah. nothing and I hate better. Sorry, but I'm not no, a kiss. But guy. there's nothing that will work better than that. You get Jeff Beck and play <sighs> the solo in a kiss song, and chances are Ace Frehley nailed it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. he just has that. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. yeah, he had the he had that yeah. vibe. I'll agree with that. Same with New York Dolls. Put fucking Jeff Beck in the New York Dolls. No, that's not gonna work. Yeah. And the New York Dolls were awesome. Hey guys, so funny. I've got it's one, so funny. I've got one last question because I actually it's getting late and I gotta I gotta hit the hay. Oh, oh come on. No, I'm I'm tired. It, oh, I gotta get to work see. tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so here's here's the last question for Jake. Um, Last question. It better be a good one. I think this is a good one. Um, we might have to have him back because we got more questions. Jake is always welcome back. Being that the US Festival was your first gig with Ozzy, well, obviously, no, you know, it, it wasn't. wasn't. It wasn't the first, the first big, big gig. They're saying. What was it like preparing and delivering to half a million people that day? And that's from Caleb Rappaport. How about this? How about I fucking twist that more? Twist it. How about when you forgot the fucking song? Oh, I did. Yeah. And that wasn't at Ozfest. Oh, over the Mountain. No, it was at Ozfest. Yeah. At the Ozfest. So, over the Mountain, right? Yes. Yeah. So how about you talk about that for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a more fun story. Well, yeah, the whole preparing for it, there was no preparing for it because there really wasn't anything like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what, Woodstock. Yeah, right. Before the US that was festival, it. Right. Totally. Was you know, which was what, uh, 14, 13, 14 years before that. Uh, there was no preparing for something that huge. 
Um, I do remember uh, going out because there's no sound check. You know, here's where you play. It's after this band. And I wanted to make sure my gear was working. And I went out on stage, and, uh, and that's when it first hit me. Because it was during the day. You could see everything. And all I saw was people's heads going off way into the distance and not seeing people's heads ending. Mm-hmm. Where, like, holy fuck, that's a lot of people. And then checking my gear and doing the first couple of chunk, chunk, chunks and how how uh, godly that was because mm-hmm. it was going through the PA, which would go into all those people's heads. And, and like, holy shit, this is massive. This is massive. Look at all those people. And then turning around, realizing we're going to play a song, and Tommy Aldridge starting over the mountain. And for some reason, because I don't panic, I don't, I don't get worried. But for some reason, I had no idea how over the mountain started. Hmm. I was like, shit, I know that's the drum intro. I have no idea what I'm supposed <laughs> to play after. Wow. And turning, turning to my tech, Spike, who, thank God, had the presence of mind, I just said, how does it start? And he went, bomb, bomb, bomb. And I said, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's I don't know how this fucking song I, w- I would have hit like oh all open strings and then let it rain Holy shit. figure out what was going that on. That would have been incredible. That could have been the end of Jake and Lee's career. Oh wow. my god, that was fucking bad. Your your tech <laughs> your tech Bam. saved you. Your tech saved you. Thank you, Scott. That's amazing. So Jake, I want to thank you for ha- being on the show. Pretty sure it's got to be the Mike same fight. Pleasanton. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. No, I just want to thank you for coming. Are we done? Yeah, I got to go to bed, Dave. It's one in the morning. I know, sleepy. Oh, yeah. you. One in the I'm morning. Sorry. One in the morning is just. I'm not to get saying started. shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, um, it's, it's not even 10 over here. We killed this. Well, we killed the whole bottle. You guys did awesome. And, Jake, <laughs> it's just awesome to have you on hey, the show. Awesome to anyone, have you on the show. Um, didn't get their answers send well, them send the questions we're over. gonna do it again well jake will come on again. <laughs> we'll do it again we'll do yeah. it again I, mean, I have no problem doing it all right well thank you so much for coming and on. i want some difficult questions i'll yeah, want we'll get, get we could get we i could want get some, some trolls i want some I didn't trolls even get into who the fuck you think you are well there was there was one question there was one question oh! that, there was one oh, question yeah, that one. that totally had me i i had it stick in there for a while i'm like i can't ask this and then oh, uh, do it. come on, do, do it. it. Okay, is, is this is really going to be our last question. Uh, did you right. did you ever see Tommy Aldridge's schlong? <laughs> <laughs> how, wait, how about this? How about this? Did you ever see Tommy Lee's schlong? <laughs> I saw it on video. Oh shit! <laughs> Just like everybody. You know, else. And what's your name's mouth? You know what? Here, here's the thing that I didn't ask is so the 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 um no. Okay. Uh, no. So, so, so the, uh, you know, the, 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 um, shit, I can't even remember what the name is. <laughs> so the Motley Crue, uh, the movie is out. Uh-huh. Or, yeah. And, uh, so, well, like Jake you. was on this tour. Yeah. And so, um, you obviously, fucking started some. Yeah. You asked this question, know. Dave. I did? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, was this 
before we are air? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Obviously, I can. Never mind. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. All right, guys. Jake, you are a fucking rock star. Thank you so much for coming on, man. I All right, cool. Fun. Thanks. Fun. Yeah, thank I want you. Some more difficult questions. Question. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Yes. I doubt you drank most of it. All right, boys. Okay, bye. Have a great night. I'll talk to you. Good. Thanks. We'll, bye. We'll be back Friday. Okay, for Richie Faulkner. Ooh. All right, cool. Bye. Bye, guys.